Hey, everybody. everybody. This is Kevin Heffernan. Steve Lemmy. How you doing? Welcome to another episode of Chewing It. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Ooh, we have a fucking tornado guest. We have a whirlwind of excitement this week. Yeah, you're right? going to like this one. Our guest this week is Burt Kreischer. Uh, he's a stand-up. He's a TV host. He's an author. He's got a new book out right now called Life of the Party, Stories of a Perpetual Man-Child. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my God, this guy has amazing stories, isn't he? Yeah, he does. Well, he's, he came to the forefront of, uh, of pop culture because uh, an article was written about him as being the hardest partier in America at the number one party school in the country. Back when he was in college, he was like one of those sixth-year senior guys. Yeah, and the article went on to be the inspiration for the movie Van Wilder. Right, and so he was kind of the, the original Van Wilder in a way, right? And yeah. They, and they wrote this article about him, and then... And then uh, from there, he became a personality that did stand-up and, and all kinds of different stuff. And uh, you know him. He's, got tons of, he's done tons of uh, shows, too. Like, he's got a show on the Travel Channel right now called Trip Flip, mm-hmm. and he's about to start shooting the fourth season of it. And he was Bert the Conqueror. Bert the Conqueror, Hurt Bert. He did a show called Hurt Bert. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of different uh, shows where he basically travels around and does fun shit. Yeah, but he's got amazing stories, and we think you're going to love this episode. It's going to be great. I feel bad like we didn't even... T- touch the tip of the iceberg well, don't, with his no, stories. No, we, 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 we dove hard into the iceberg. But you know what people should do, though? We touch on so many of the stories, they should get his book. Yeah. Because uh, if you like what we talk about with him, a lot of the stories he goes into depth about. And he touched a little bit, like, you know, like he had a run in with the Russian mob and he had a thing with Will Smith. And, you know, there are all kinds of funny stories, but he does the whole story in the book. So people should get the book. Yeah. Well, anyway. Life of the Party. Stories of Perpetual Manchild by Burt Kreischer. Enjoy the episode. And, uh, what also, a great guy. What also, a great guy. Let's plug our sponsor. Oh, wait. What, Amazon.com? Yeah. We're still Amazon.com, right, Katie? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey. Good people on Amazon.com. Go to uh, plug it. Yeah, so what you do is you go to uh, the Chewing It website, and there's a banner. And you click through the banner ad and go shop. If you're going to do shopping on Amazon.com, you might as well go to our page, click through it, and shop there, and then we get a little something. Yeah. We get a little something to help keep the show on the air. Exactly. Right? We get, some, uh, we get enough money to pay for some dog food uh, for this dog, Scout, that's right. sitting right next it's to me Katie's right dog, yeah. yeah. So do that. Uh, also, this weekend, yeah. we are going to be in San Diego, doing live shows in San Diego. The American, the American Comedy, Comedy Club. Company. Comedy Company. Com- company. Yeah. You can figure it out. American Comedy Co. Thursday night, one show. Friday and Saturday night, two shows. Yeah. So that's the 17th, 18th, and 19th. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll be there. Come have a beer with us. Have a laugh with us. Yeah. We're going to keep our shirts on, though. Yeah. Something, not like Kreischer. Something Burt Kreischer would not do. Yeah. So if you're in San Diego or if you have friends who are in San Diego, tell them about it. Come see us live. Yeah. We had a great uh, time last week in Cincinnati. And let's keep the ball rolling. Let's have a great time in San Diego. Yeah. And uh, if you think that we are high energy and then you hear Burt Kreischer and decide that we are actually low energy, um, don't hold it against us. <laughs> you, you're holding us up against Burt. I am. He's super high energy. He's super great high energy. Yeah. It's so good. And, and by the way, just a little Easter egg for you. We actually just recorded this episode. We did. We're here on Wednesday, the 16th of July. It's 1.48 p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> we just wrapped the episode. You're giving all our secrets away, bro. No, no. This is special things. We never do it this way. I know. Way. We don't do it this way, do we? This is live. This shit's almost live. Yeah, almost live. We're going to pop it right up now. All right. Eat it and enjoy. Right. Enjoy. Chew it. Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get you weak. True it, they might even get me. <laughs> 
funky on this podcast thing. Do you know that our podcast is called Chewing It? Is it called Chewing It? Mm-hmm. Oh my and god! We chew at the beginning. I might should be called Breathing It because all you can do is hear me breathe. Just oh, really? <sighs> a lot really? of people like that. I like that. Yeah, I did a podcast with Joey Diaz and Ralphie May, and it just should have been called Sleep Apnea because <laughs> <laughs> it was just three guys just literally. Uh, were you guys lying down or what? No, no. Yeah. Ralphie fell asleep twice during the podcast. During the podcast, why? And then Joey would be talking. This was, by the way, the very. This is like I before I podcasted with you guys. Yeah, and so like at the very beginning, Joey would never. This is how Joey talked on a mic. He'd always talk like this. So he'd be right. like, "Yeah," and so you you got that going on. You have Ralphie falling asleep twice, and then when Ralphie would fall asleep, Joey would keep telling his story, but look at me and go and be looking at him, going, "What the fuck? What's this guy fucking doing?" He's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mike would drop. Mike would drop to his leg and just. <laughs> why, and, now, why is Ralphie so sleepy? Uh, I I don't know. It's tired. Working hard. <laughs> he's, he's, he's working hard. Working out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He. I think. I think. Uh, I think. I will say that I no, I did not definitely did not partake, but I think they ate a massive amount of chiba chews. Okay, so I think those th- chiba chews <laughs> uh, kick in, and sometimes you you players got to go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw a great uh, clip online of you at Zany's in Nashville with Ralphie May. Oh, shirts man. off, dancing. Wait, you got Ralphie May shirt off? Uh, Ralphie took it off. I get first of all, start. Have you not seen the clip? No, I haven't seen it. No. I was obsessed with Kesha. I was obsessed with Kesha when I was in this room the first time. The first time I was ever in this room was with Pete Holmes. And I and I was obsessed with Kesha then. And I still was obsessed with Kesha. Here's it is. And, and we were talking about a little bit about this earlier. But like, as you know, ultimately, depression plays a part on the road. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you need something to cheer you up. And a lot yes. of people go to drugs and alcohol. We travel together. That's why we do it. That's how I it works. I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. I'd love it if like I had like a brother I could be on the road with. I can't. Right. I honestly can't imagine what it would be like to travel alone on the road. And, oh, there's so many factors you can't. That you can't incorporate into it that add to depression. Number one is you've been doing. I've been doing it a long time, so I went in there when they didn't want me. They yeah. genuinely didn't. They didn't ask for me, yeah. and they really didn't want me there to begin with. Yeah. So then what they do is they bring in like maybe the manager's dating a black comic who's really good. Yeah. And he's been doing it twenty years, and she doesn't understand why they she can't get him to headline. Yeah. So she'll say, "Why don't you feature for him?" And you know, I don't care. Do as much time as you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then you got that, and then you got a host who's really got a million questions about headlining. How did you get into this? And you so then you have these two factors in <laughs> coupled by the fact that man, no one wants you there, yeah, and right. you're not doing well because you're fu- and then all of a sudden you're in a fucking hotel room going, "What am I doing here?" Yeah. yeah. Um, then that that incorporates into it. But then I've been doing it. Now it's like the clubs want you. But then like I'm at a place now where I feel like sometimes it's depressing when it's not like a special event. Yeah. And like people haven't paid. Because yeah. then they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like, I've been working really hard. So um, so I, I, what I would do was to get myself excited for the show is I would play a ridiculous song mm-hmm. that – was not my. It was. It wasn't like the badass like Dane Cook. Like, are you ready for the? Th-? No, I'm not making fun of Dane. But yeah, you know, that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. him and Carlos Mencia. Are you ready to be destroyed? <laughs> yeah. And, you know. <laughs> and so what you're talking Bulls about? Bulls on parade. When like, you go on stage, you mean like the like song that, that you picked? Yeah, they would. They would come. I'm, I'm saying I don't even know if they ever came up to music. Yeah. But that that mentality of like yeah. some people come up to badass music. Sure, like yeah. us. We we come up to Rush Limelight now. Um, <laughs> but you come up, so you come up to Kesha. I come up to Kesha because it was, it's just, and it's a little ironic because it's Die Young and with my lifestyle, we never know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's someone going in the back going, I bet it really does die <laughs> So, uh, 
And so that's what happened with the Ralphie Mae thing? Like, you went up there and... So I would, was coming up to Kesha every night, and yeah. it was getting just fucking ridiculous stares and laughs, like, and I'd take my shirt off, and i just let the song play for a solid, like, probably a minute and a half. Yeah. i just let the song play and drink with my shirt off, yeah. and we'd listen to the song. And Ralphie said something, he's like, he's like, and that's how I open my show. Yeah. He's like, why are you opening a show like, you close a show like that? And I was like, fuck that. Yeah. I close weak. I open <laughs> strong and I close weak. <laughs> and so. Always a better way to go. So I'm on stage and, and then, now by the way, it's, it's escalated to, I do, sh- I haven't done a show with my shirt on in fucking six months. <laughs> it just got to the point, I was like, why am I putting it back on? And do you just go shirtless the whole thing? Whole fucking time. Okay. And it's, and I'm not in shape at all. Sure. So it's, well, you're not in uh, as bad shape as Ralphie is. Or me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm probably in the same shape as you are. <laughs> what are you, 230? I'm two, no, 255. I'm, I'm 240. Okay. So, I'm losing weight this week. Wait, you're 255? Yeah, probably. I thought you got down to 235. I got down, well, I'm probably like 252, probably. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're good. right next door to each other. He just yeah. lowballed it. I know. I'm just, oh, I'm, rounding. Oh, okay. I'm just rounding. Yeah, yeah. You only want to be fat when you've lost weight. And then you always up it, like you're like I was two forty five. Yeah, like you like but at two forty five. I fucking I was I was two forty five probably this weekend. I feel like yeah. Um, I still judge it against my high water mark, which is probably like two seventy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two forty five so. is my high water mark. Is it really? Yeah. And is that where you are now? That's I'm, I'm at I'm at I don't know where I am right now because yeah. I'm afraid to look. Right. But I didn't drink last night, so I'm probably down oh, six so pounds. You lost, okay. Yeah, you lost ten pounds. Okay. I will lose six pounds if I don't drink one night. I will, I will lose no, 13 really? pounds. I will okay. lose 13 pounds within the first week of not drinking. We're, really? We are friends with a, a bunch of NFL offensive linemen yeah. who say that their weight can fluctuate. In the offseason, they can put on 30 pounds in a weekend. Just because they, well, they can eat so. Because they're over 300 pounds. Yeah. And the process of gaining weight actually hurts. Like have you like have you ever? It's bad for you. No no no. Just it feels it feels <laughs> it painful. Yeah. yeah, like it feels yeah. painful when yeah. you gain weight. You're like, oh, I can't even sit up. Yeah, like I can't sit like erect. I have to right. like stretch it. Oh, well, what are you gonna do then? You're gonna you're just going to tear now, I'm, losing I'm weight. Just working out, eating healthy. I use just lose it, and I use my Fitbit. By the way, I oh, forgot my Fitbit today. I'm Shit. obsessed with. I'm on my Fitbit Flex, and I. You know what I did? Yeah. I went to the. There's a store in Alabama called the um, Lost Baggage. Yeah, where all the lost baggage from all the planes goes. Oh, and really? they sort through it, and then they just put it for sale. You can get iPads for like 200 bucks. Oh, Brand shit. new. Where, Atlanta? <coughs> uh, Alabama. Alabama, okay, okay. Well, yeah, why wouldn't it be in, in sure. Scottsboro, Alabama? Sure, that's a good good reason to go there. Yeah, uh, the only reason to yeah, go yeah, there. Yeah. That and they have a really good, uh, uh, I forget the name of the chicken place. Are you guys from the South? You guys aren't from no, the South at no, all. No, 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 no. That's right. Um, We're from the opposite of the South. But, yeah. <laughs> but my wife got me a Fitbit. College? Yeah. <laughs> my wife got me a Fitbit so that she could monitor my uh, my exercise on the road. I don't know if th- did this happened to you. Yeah, my dad got it for okay, me. Okay, because my, my, my wife checks to see how many steps I did on like Saturday. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, or Friday. That's that's why, so that she knows when I'm on the road. That but I'm there's an in- there's an interesting side effect. Tell tell me about Calgary. Oh, Calgary. oh, what happened was we were in Calgary. Have you ever done the laugh shop up there in Calgary? Uh-uh. We were up there in Calgary, it's great, it's and it's room. a it's a it's in a it's in a hotel uh, and the and the club are all the same thing, and they're kind of out in the middle of the outskirts of Calgary. And uh, so there's nothing out there, and it, and it was about we did our Saturday night show, uh, our Friday night show. We got wasted. He passed out in the hotel room, and I was it's like three o'clock in the morning. I was hungry, and I was like, I'm gonna go find something to eat. Yeah. And so I walked outside the hotel. Oh shit! And I... there is nothing there. I was like, there's gotta be like a gas station. There's nothing. And so I just start walking, 
And I'm like, oh, shit. And I start walking. I'm like 15 minutes into my walk. And I'm like, holy shit, there's nothing here. Like, there's a convenience store. It's closed. I was like, well, fuck this, man. I'm going to keep walking until I find something. Okay, yeah. And then I just return. kept walking. I just kept walking. I got a half an hour. I turned around went back because I never found anything. And then I went down another road. So I walked for about an hour, about an hour, an hour and a half. And I got like... 5,000 yeah. steps. B- by the way, 6,000 b- steps at by the 5 way, in the morning. On your way back from that second walk, you were so yeah. far away, you decided to run. I know. Cause it started to rain. It started to rain. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, by the way, but so his wife I sees know that. But yeah, I know that. I know the part of the app where it shows in colors and in and in a yeah, graph yeah. where what time of day, right? <laughs> so you're yeah, you're yeah, yeah. you're you're pink all day, and then you go yeah. blue, yeah. and then all of a sudden at four a.m. Yeah, and then yeah, you have yeah, a yeah, and then yeah, you have a panic yellow. Yeah, yeah. Kill somebody. Yeah. Oh, that's such yeah. a fucking great bit. Yeah. Oh, I wish yeah. that had happened it's to me. Great. It's like why why are you walking? around? And then the other thing was was jerking off. We talk about like if you're jerking off. Does that change your steps? Well, well, it does because your your it, it monitors the motion of your of your arm Ooh. in conjunction with your body, and so if you're moving your hand, <laughs> like I mean, if I am I looking right, if I had mine on right now, I'd be getting steps. See, what know? people can't see right now is that Bert and Kevin are trying to make their Fitbit spike. <laughs> they're, they're, but I yeah, forgot you're mine. Fucking they're right. Off. I took mine off in the shower ju- just before I came. That's I an extra to quarter mile every day. I'm on the road. Yeah. And that's the spike. That's the like the the midnight spike that your wife sees. You know, it's like, what was this midnight spike all about? That's about five oh, minutes. Jerking off spike. I wonder if I can see when I jerked off this week. <laughs> this checking is, his this phone. Is, this is fucking checking genius. his phone. But now, do you guys? Because you're like, I don't know if you put me on some invite list or something, but your Fitbit invited me to be your Fitbit friend. Well, because you apparently have a Fitbit, but you never I used do. it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I do. I did use it, except okay. that I got frustrated because because of the inaccuracy. Because it was just oh, like they're pretty accurate now. I feel like Saturday. Saturday, I had 5,600 steps. Okay. And I know that was a rough day for me. It's mine. So let's see if I can find... How do I go to the... Now, let me ask you this, Bert. Sure, sure. Is this, in terms of the accuracy, how... <laughs> <laughs> you trying to guess when I jacked off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> looks like you jacked off a few times. Twice in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can totally tell when I jacked off. I know. <laughs> and that brings you back to the depression on the road right there uh, you were lying in your hotel room in Fort Lauderdale jerking off I jacked off right before I went and got lunch <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh are you fucking kidding me and now if your wife can have access to that look at this look at my jack off spike like do you see do you see it's like it's like it looks like a like a middle finger it's, it's right yeah, before lunch yeah and you can see like slow slow and then i'm okay I'm, i gotta speed this up and then oh and i came yeah it looks like it lasts about five minutes that little jack and the towel was right by the bed i didn't move it all yeah, after you didn't that have to move. Yeah. but it doesn't matter your arm's moving it doesn't matter that is so fucking uh, that is blow, you just blew my mind there you go man i wish i had thought of that there you go yeah, I wish I had thought of that. But see, my jerk off. Uh, did your did your Fitbit contact all your Fitbit friends to see if they want to be a part of your gang? Yeah, yeah, and I I, I was a big I was an earlier proponent of Fitbit, so yeah. I've been on it for I want to say three years. Oh yeah. Jesus, I've been like a two months. So yeah, okay. and so I got I went and I went on, I was on Rogan's podcast and I told yeah. him about it. Yeah, and so people started getting Fitbits because I talked about it and then then started requesting me. So I have a bunch of I have a bunch of friends. On Fitbit. Yeah, this one's Elliot. You ever do DC? Elliot in the Morning's wife yeah. is, is apparently getting in great shape because she's beating me. Here are my friend requests. Uh, except. <laughs> <laughs> you have like a thousand Fitbit friends or what, man? I have a, I have a bunch, but not, not like, not, it can't help promote any shows. They're but all the, working but that's going to motivate you now to lose some weight. 
Yeah, th- this week I'm sweating already. I'm gonna I'm gonna tear through weight. <laughs> well, you did well, all the jack off motions. I know. I'm that's just gonna tear off. myself a new one. Yeah, yeah. That's ger- that's good. That's good. As steps right there, man. God, Technically, I can't believe that. That you, right. I, you, I, you, I can't tell you. It's like to have lived the joke. I, this reminds me when I started stand up comedy. Yeah, it's yeah. when you lived the joke your whole life, and then a comic tells you the joke, and you go, "Oh fuck, that happens to me." Yeah. Right. And then you never saw it. Yeah. And then you get to a place in comedy where like, oh, I always see it. So yeah. like, nothing ever surprises me. Yeah. That is my new favorite thing. And yeah. I've and I've often thought I've had the thought: Does this affect my? Because I'm, it's I'm putting it on my dominant hand. Sure. And does this affect my master? Does masturbation count? But I never really looked into it, and I wish I had. That is such a great fucking bit. <laughs> that is such a great bit. You got to put the you got to put the Fitbit graph up on the stage in the AV thing. And Ooh, fuck, that's that's very Ricky spikes, Gervais. Man. I know, yeah. very Ricky Gervais. I don't Gervais. have that kind of production. Value. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Me. No, well, know. you you got you've gotten pretty complex this uh, this tour. I have. Well, you have all your sound cues. I have a couple of music cues. Yeah. Do you in really? My, in my bit, yeah. But you have music cues too, right? I mean, Kesha. When I come on, a song to come on stage too. What's okay. your What's your fascination with Kesha? Is it her looks? Is it her talent? Is it her thing? It was this. It was. It was actually her music. Yeah, like her music really kind of like like two or three songs, and I was like, I was like, Die Young. My sister, my daughters were the ones that found it, and then they played it, and I was like, This is good. Who is this? And like, It's Kesha, Daddy. And then they were like, Play number seven, and I was like. Uh, Crazy Kids. It's a great fucking song, mm-hmm. and and so and I was working out at the time. So it would, and and what I would do is I'd bump up the RPMs on the song, yeah, or the BPMs <laughs> for the song. So yeah. I get it up to one sixty, uh-huh. and so everything was faster, and it was fucking awesome. And I would literally just murder it. The best song. There's it's called Trail Mix is the app. I, t- I got into Rachel Ray and I got hammered one night and I literally <laughs> went through and she all I know is she said you are a brand you are a lifestyle brand um, is Trail Mix is the app and so if you go on Trail Mix you can take any song plug it in and then you can change the beats per minute so you can make it faster oh, okay the best song ever crank it up to 160 beats per minute is Sail by AOL Nation uh huh I don't know dun 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 Sail <laughs> That's cranked up. Okay. about to lose my soul. I'm getting chills right now. You're on the treadmill at a seven, just cranking it like, and then Kesha comes in, like, slow it down. You're gonna die young, asshole. And so, but yeah, I love. I I was obsessed with Kesha. So then, my to get to the Ralphie Bay story. So I'm on stage. My shirt's off. And I hear Kesha playing, and I'm like, and I'm on stage, and I, I and by the way, I always go long, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, they must want me to get off, <laughs> but I've never had someone play music to get me. I had one time someone vacuum, start vacuuming while I was on stage. Where? Like in the back of the yeah, room? Yeah, and I was so pissed, because I was like, clearly you know that Todd Glass has done that, yeah. and you're doing a Todd Glass bit in my show, yeah. and now it looks like I'm doing a Todd Glass bit. That's right. how brilliant Todd was. Is if he went long, he just had them start vacuuming and cleaning up while the whole crowd's in there. He's just they just start vacuuming. Yeah. And, and, I mean, what a fucking unhinged, untethered yeah. talent. That's great. And so they started doing it to me. But and then now they're playing music, and I was like, motherfucker. And then all of a sudden, I hear literally the room erupt, and I'm like, that's odd. And I was like, yeah. And I like raised my hand, and all of a sudden, I t- feel Ralphie touch me. And I look over, and he's shirtless. And I'm like, That's Did you know he what? was in the room? I knew he was in the yeah, room. Yeah, okay. I was going to ride with him in his tour bus to Atlanta. Yeah. Because I needed to get to Atlanta to see my family because they were in vacation. And I had a flight the next day, and Ralphie was like, Why don't I just play? Why don't I just take you in my tour bus? <laughs> get some barbecue, sleep, talk all night. And I was like, That sounds like an idea. But then I was like, I My wife's like, Don't, you're going to lose the flight. If you go with Ralphie, we're never going to fucking see you again. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I can't. But then he flew, um, 
Then and so then he just came on stage and started dancing and it was it was it was, it was fucking so much fun yeah. and I love moments that place like was that. going crazy uh, nuts oh, they were going yeah, nuts, yeah, yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. everyone had their phone out I mean yeah. the second it happened all you saw were phones and yeah. I was like and I was like oh what, how brilliant to have a moment like that and then uh, the day, next day I'm driving I oh no I, I drove to Alabama I had already rented a car yeah, I was yeah. driving to Alabama where my family was I said Atlanta I, I'm doing that because I'm trying to surmise it but they were really in Wadawi Alabama it okay. just okay. Alabama Atlanta's where Ralphie was going to drop me off and so um so I'm driving and I get a call from Rogan and I'm like, oh, he must have seen the video. And I pick it up and he goes, how dare you? And he hung up. <laughs> he was like, I don't, I fucking know what you're trying to do. You got Ralphie out there so you can get a viral video. <laughs> but I don't think it's added that many views. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't even know how I came across it. Like, I, I don't think anybody like told me It had to go viral it. though, didn't it? No. No? No. How long ago was it? Uh... Two, two years ago. Oh, okay. Probably. Maybe somebody tweeted or something like that. I don't know. I just like I clicked on it and I saw you guys just going fucking nut up there on the stage. <laughs> oh, it was so fucking fun. Like Ralphie May is going bananas. He is literally losing his mind. Yeah. The only, here's the here are my favorite videos I've ever done. And his that, belly and tits are all over the room. You are seeing. <laughs> yeah. You are seeing in all his like. All, oh. It's it's. I, I actually was amazed. I was like, he's not self conscious at all. He's yeah. like, he doesn't give a fuck. I have, some, I have some great Ralphie May stories, but uh, but uh, uh, he gets pissed at once, so I won't share it. But but we went and had sushi, and I picked up the bill, and uh, he'd been paying for everything all week, <laughs> and I was like, I gotta pay for something. Yeah, yeah. I was with my wife. He was with his wife, his nanny, his kid, and I was like, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna do it before he knows. So I went over and I gave the girl my thing, my card. Yeah. I said, don't let the big guy pay. I'm paying. She yeah. goes, okay. She brings me the bill, and as it drops. Ralphie's like, I'll oh, play it. Let me get that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I got this. And he's like, play it. I don't think you want it. And I said, I got it. And I grabbed it. It was 1200 bucks. I was like, <laughs> I literally, my wife said, how much is it? And I told her, I said, go fuck yourself yeah. at dinner, at the table. Right. And she goes, don't talk to me like that. Yeah. I was like, don't fucking speak to me at all. Yeah. And, and, she, and Ralphie just started laughing. And he was like, how about I pick up the tip? I was like, okay. <laughs> how much what... fucking sushi did you eat? Do you get? Well, it, his, in his. Oh, it was a really nice restaurant. It was Nobu in Atlanta. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so in his defense, no he's like, you did like put it. back a few bottles of sake, but I, uh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I probably drank a, g- a solid 600 bucks. And then we, well, there was four people. Yeah. Um, what was the story I was going to tell you? You know, um, while you're thinking about it, I, I really like your impression of Ralphie May. The, the thing is, like, well, the first time I saw Ralphie May doing stand-up, the thing I was struck by was how sexy his voice was. Yeah. Like, that's uh, that I think is that the core of Ralphie May, like... You know, like I didn't know anything about him, and then I saw him. I was like, "Geez, he's got a good fucking voice." Here's a, you <laughs> he's know, a good voice. You know what's even the best part about Ralphie that I don't think people, I think people underestimate, is what a great fucking writer he is. Mm-hmm. He writes so tight, so quick. He writes more. He turns over material quickly, but he doesn't like brag about it. I'm not saying that like Louis brags about it, but like yeah. he just turns over material naturally. Yeah, and he just so. Like I, I forget, I'm not going to fuck it up, and and it's not fair to say that and then ruin his quote. But he was talking about Oprah, and he was like, "I I don't like this new skinny Oprah. I like the I like the purple. I like the color purple Oprah, the kind of you can punch in the face. She'll make a pan of biscuits. <laughs> like, but I, like the way he says it, make a tray of cornbread. I, I love the way he says his writing is so quick. Yeah, I love Ralphie. I really do love Ralphie. He's I talked to him a lot. I talked to him the other day. We were supposed to go to Cabo with our families. I yeah. never met him. Although he's uh, he's coming out to the Canyon Club out there. Oh, by he, our place. you should have him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You would, oh, you'd love talking to him. Good, he, good. And he's he's uh, he's the best. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. No, he he's awesome. And we, you know, we haven't chewed yet. Oh yeah. And by the way, uh, okay, chew it up. 
<laughs> Wait, we gotta we start chewing anyway, right? Yeah. Would you like to chew first? Now solo chew. What are you chewing? It's got a little clock to it. Little I think it's bubble gum. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was just way too much tongue for food. You put you could put cornbread into my mind, so I was eating some cornbread. <laughs> mac and cheese. Oh, you got mac and cheese? Yeah, something really creamy. Do you, I don't chew mac and cheese. I just swallow it. Yeah, but you know, like, you know, it has that consistency of like... Mm. Our guest, oh, you, this just, is you just eating, chug it. This is me eating mac and cheese. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> you fucking get into your mac and cheese. I Have you heard about the new um, uh, Lay's potato chip flavor? No. It's uh, bacon mac and cheese. Really? Yeah, Lay's potato chips coming He's out. He's on a diet, dude. A He's bacon on a diet. mac and cheese. He's on a diet. You're on a diet? It's uh, a. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm, I, can't, I can't eat mac and uh, Bacon mac and cheese? Bacon mac and cheese. Flavor. Can I tell you what I would have rathered? Hit, it, hit that shit. <laughs> if you say lobster, I'm going to kiss you. Lobster mac and cheese. Oh, my God. <laughs> mac and cheese. Dude, I'm never not on a lobster kick. I, I know. I'm never not on a lobster kick. <laughs> I, I went to a lobster <laughs> restaurant with my parents the other night, and they were. I was like, I'll just get the main lobster. And the guy goes, we have the twin tail. I was like, two lobsters? <laughs> done, 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 son. Let's do it. Like, I know uh, I'm going to Maine next week. I know you are. And really? I'm, yeah. And all I when you said that the first thing I thought about was a lobster roll sandwich. Yeah. Oh God. Because um there's a there's a place by my house in Calabasas, uh, King's right. Fish House. Okay. And right now they're doing a lobster roll sandwich special. Like they're just okay. they're, do, they're having like lobster fest all summer long. Salad over there. Yeah. Well, so like He's I went diet, and saw bro. He's on a diet. He can eat a fucking lobster roll. <laughs> yeah, you can eat lobster rolls. Yeah. Healthy. He yeah, can totally eat a lobster good. roll. No butter though. No butter. No, but this, this is the mayonnaise one, which I you know like on the. Like the nice, like a hot, a crispy hot dog bun, like but like the bready hot dog bun, yeah. not the bunny bun. <laughs> and uh, the chunks of lo- I, I take issue with it because the lobster chunks are so big oh. that like they're just. But it's a good, it's a success problem. That's a nice yeah. problem to be yeah. having. Like you know, oh my god, I bit into it and so much lobster meat came out of this lobster. Sure. I've gone back there like three times. I keep just getting lobster roll, and my wife is like, "Do you want to split one?" And I'm like, fuck get no. the fuck away from me. That's fuck where I'm no. like, fuck off. She's like, don't talk to me like you that. You want to split one? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's a dumb question. Nice. What, did our parents give us five bucks to get one? No, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to split one. Yeah. I'm a grown-up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you like lobster, huh? Fucking love lobster. I love lobster. Do you I, cook lobster? Uh, I have, yeah, yeah. We, I Only like when, when Ralph's would have those specials, they'd have frozen <laughs> lobster <laughs> yeah, tails. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. lobster's really expensive. <laughs> Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But now, as a lobster purist, surely you must prefer a whole lobster to a frozen lobster tail. I do, of course. I yes. mean, I I admit that sometimes I'll see the lobster tail on the menu, and I'll be like, I know it's not as good as the fresh lobster tail, but I'm going to appreciate it in its like next level taste. <laughs> yeah. I I like this version of it just as well. Yeah, I'll and, tell you what I did. I had extra lobster. I had extra lobster from a Chinese restaurant. That uh, it's in Beverly Hills. It's like a really nice Chinese restaurant. I forget the name of it. Wing House. Is, is it? <laughs> you making shit up? I I was. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was Wing House. It was and Wing so, House. Yeah. And I had there was extra lobster in whatever dish it was. Here's what I did. Okay. Hmm. I I this is you're gonna fucking throw up when you hear this. Bert loves lobster. I I love making my own coleslaw. Okay. okay. And so and I was like, I'm gonna take this lobster, chop it up. Put it into my coleslaw. Ooh. My coleslaw. 
Is, is it you're made, drooling. Is, I'm, I'm actually salivating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My coleslaw is made with, I, I just get like the coleslaw mix, and then I take one small beet, and I put a beet into it, so it gives a nice pink hue. Okay. Then I put some sriracha in it, and, okay. and I put it on a sandwich, and I, wow. I was like, I made something brilliant. <laughs> this is what the guy who made the first Snickers must have felt like. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I was wolfing it down. Was, was like, it good, though? It was amazing. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> oh. How big were the lobster chunks? It was, it was barely... That, see, what, I needed the coleslaw to extend the, the pleasure of the lobster. Right. And so I needed, Draw it out. I needed to add yeah. it in. I've, kn- I've done that also with chicken. I've done it, I throw everything into coleslaw. Okay. I love coleslaw. Do you, uh, you... You know, at the place I used to work... The seafood restaurant I used to work in New York City, they swapped out uh, the mayonnaise... In coleslaw for honey, they substituted honey, and it made the fucking most delicious. Really, it sounds a little too sweet. Well, or maybe it was the sour. Is there sour cream in coleslaw? No, there's um, there's vinegar. They swapped one ingredient out and put honey in it. Okay, and, and it was. I fuck, bet it's, dude. I bet it's. It I bet addictive. it's the vinegar because there's a vinegar based coleslaw and there's a mayonnaise. My wife puts uh, pickle like. Her granny makes like pickles. Yeah. Will make her own pickles, and she puts her granny's pickle juice in there, and it's got a little vinegary kick, but very sugary. Right. And man, it, I I love my wife's coleslaw. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is when you just told me that story, I actually felt for the first time in this conversation, I felt a couple of my rear saliva glands <laughs> s- squirt, spit. <laughs> they spit. They did. They shot. You know, it's like that the first one of the day. Like if yeah. you have a a, a, a squirt in your saliva glands. Like it, it hurts a little bit, you know. Like, yeah. it, like it, it gets you back here, and yeah. uh, I felt a little, or, uh, little orgasm. Okay, you ready for what I made for breakfast? This is my healthy breakfast. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I'm obsessed right now with soft boiled eggs. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm obsessed with it. Are you like one of these guys you go on a kick for, for a while? Right? I go on. I'm, I'm a, I love eggs. I love eggs all okay. together. Okay. So here's what I do. I take uh, Dr. Prager's. I'll tell you exactly how many calories this is too, because I registered <laughs> it on my phone. I'll get out of this app, go into Just Lose It. All right, here we go. You ready? Yes. I take four eggs. Okay. I separate um, two of them into just the whites, and I use the whites. Now now we're building up on protein. We're getting rid of the cholesterol. Okay. But But two still have the... Two. And what they're saying now is that egg yolk isn't bad. It's not bad for you. Yeah. They're like, you know what? It's not bad considering, you know, if you just use that. Right. So I take... By the way, it tastes fucking delicious. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I had a sandwich. I had a sandwich in Philadelphia. No, it was a breakfast. What they had was a big fat piece of like, what's Texas toast? But it's like French bread. It's like big cut thick. They had Gruyere cheese melted on it. And at the end, you know what they did? They didn't even cook the motherfucker. They just took the yolk. And separated it and laid the yolk on top of the Gruyere cheese mm. and and just presented it to you. I took pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I was I was like, I want another one. I ordered a second one. And they were like, you ordered a this? second one. It was Sweet. just a big fat piece of bread. Yeah. And the, you cut it and then the yolk went everywhere. So, okay, let's go back to mine. That's how we go Cracker Barrel. You get the fucking. Oh, don't get me fucking started about Cracker Barrel. Because that's, when we see a Cracker Barrel. It's it's on, yeah. dude. It's got to happen. Uh, I I know exactly what I'm ordering, and you know the di- oh yeah, you know that fucking. I know dish. exactly what I'm ordering. Well, you know, he well, he gets the same thing all the time. You get the same thing all the I time. I get the same thing. Yeah, oh, the every fucking time. the toad in the basket, whatever the fuck it's called, the the oh, egg, egg in, in the, the fu- egg in the basket. Or yeah. whatever. nope. Yeah. I get uh, country fried steak. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'll do eggs. that. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that. Eggs over easy, country fried steak, mashed potatoes, and just. Wolf it down. Yeah, chicken. White gravy over everything. Yeah, chicken. Denny's is where I automatically go chicken fried steak. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have God. Chicken fried steak is fucking, is heavenly there. It's like sure. God himself ate a chicken, oh. fried a steak in it. Uh-huh. 
and shat it out sure. into my mouth. I sure. love my wife makes country fried steak every Christmas Eve. Bless her. Every Christmas Eve, she makes breakfast for Christmas. Is your Eve. wife from the south? Yeah, okay. a real redneck. When my wife speaks, okay. you smell biscuits. Okay, <laughs> and so, yeah, okay, okay. And so she makes like biscuits, country fried steak, fried eggs, bacon, sausage, gravy, so you can put it on your biscuit. Wow, and it is and the vegetables. greatest. The greatest. Okay, now back to my breakfast. This, okay, is my, this is my healthy breakfast. Okay? <laughs> okay. Four eggs with whites. We're going to ballpark that at 210 calories because okay. the egg whites are, you know, the egg yolk is what causes the calories. Sure. Then I take a Dr. Prager's burger. Okay. I put it in the microwave for one minute <laughs> so it gets soft. Yeah. I want it soft. Okay. I take it in the pan. I, I, I liberally throw mm. some Pam in there. Right. I then chop up the Prager's burger so it's spread flat across the entire bottom of the pan. Okay. And then I put all the eggs into the center. They spread over the entire thing. It is my healthy <laughs> corned beef hash. Okay. And I it love is love corned beef. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Here's what you also got to do. You got to cover it. Okay. Because mm. I, I, I it's steamy. It's to steamy? steam it yeah, so, yeah, so you yeah. get rid of the, the top ones. Okay. And then one one flip over. Just one. Okay. Flip it, and I'm gotten really good at that. Okay. One flip over, and then put it on the plate. My God, it's good. Okay. It is so good. You know, I never listen to our podcasts, but I'm actually going to listen to this one so I can hear that recipe again. <laughs> do Maybe you, I'll do a cookbook. And you well, should. Do you, just cook, do you just cook for yourself or do your kids eat those stuff? My that kids you, won't eat anything. My I kids don't eat cook. anything. Yeah, my kids don't eat anything. So. You should do a cooking podcast with Rachel Ray. Because I had I had a pitch. I pitched a show to Food Channel called Something's Burning okay. about, <laughs> about me coming back high as fuck yeah. and drunk as fuck and trying to make whatever was in the kitchen. Right. I had to make it. Yeah. So right. I went, I'd go in, I'd go, hey guys, well, but I'm hammered. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going to make, and I'd just look and i go, I got it. And is and the, the crew surprising you with the stuff that is yep. available to you? Okay. They're surprising me, but you have a chef in there that's kind of like, he's put some interesting things that may go together, yeah. and hopefully I'll figure it out, Yeah. but <laughs> a lot of times I won't, and they're like, oh, I don't know if I would have put yeah. syrup with, <clears throat> with yeah. fish. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. But and, when you're high, you But it didn't go? It didn't happen? Uh, they at the time they were doing celebrity chefs. They were specifically celebrity chefs. Yeah, and uh, they did. They passed. I've pitched a lot of shows now that I'm there. I, I work at Scripps. Yeah. Uh, so that's my boss, and yeah. they own Cooking Food HGTV. I've pitched a lot of shows to them. I pitched one to DIY called Moat Crashers. Uh-huh. It's like the fa- bath crashers. Yeah, but you just build people moats. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I, my favorite is the like intro. around their houses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I see you guys over at Home Depot. I go, yeah. Hey, you guys, uh, are you guys looking to build a moat today? And <laughs> and everyone's gonna be like, What? What do you? Go, Come on, man. Let me build you a moat. Let me build you a moat. Yeah. I would take a moat <laughs> so a fucking fast. Heartbeat. Do you yeah. do you build the drawbridge with the moat? Is that part of the whole oh, thing? Oh, oh, this is next level moats. <laughs> like, I mean, think literally. If I had a, a, an outdoor designer and I said I need a moat and bring all your talent, skill set. Yeah. So you get not only you get a moat, you get like an island in your backyard. Gator alligators in the water. You can do whatever you want. You want alligators? I'll put alligators. I want alligators. alligators. You can buy them in in Wisconsin Dells across from. Uh, across from uh, the the Greek, what's uh, Noah's Ark? Across from Noah's Ark, you can buy baby alligators. Really? I swear to you, all my okay. children. I want alligators in my moat. Okay. If someone's listening and you live in the Dells, okay, ship an alligator to these guys and <laughs> listen. You can get a fucking alligator. I swear to God, I almost bought one, but I was like, they're like, you can't bring it on a plane. We can right. ship it to you. And I was like, I wasn't going to be home for a week. I was like, you know what? Pissed off my wife would be if she yeah. opened Open a box. An I was like, it's a fucking alligator. <laughs> what are you doing? So, yeah. Uh, did I, you I, ever build anyone a moat, though? Did it ever come to the point passed. where, like, you they passed? Okay, okay, okay. They passed. Right. Well, here's what happened is they passed. Like, I pitched it with, like, three other ideas at, like, a dinner party, and everyone was drinking. Yeah. And it got, the moat crashers. Well, the first pitch I had was a show called Bathrooms, Bathrooms, Bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> where I just turned every room in your in a bathroom. <laughs> every room in the house into a bathroom? Yeah. 
I I have to. I might pass. So on toilet that. in every room. And they were like, and they were like, it gives another one. And I was like, how about blind design? And they were like, what? I could get a blind designer to design your house. <laughs> and they were like, uh, and I was like, okay, the one that's serious is moat crashers. But then, by this time, they were laughing so hard. Right. Like, like now, oh, yeah, well, right. let me guess. Everyone gets a fucking moat. But I was like, imagine if I could build you a moat, right? Real, a real moat. Yeah. Maybe even connect it with your swimming pool, but sure. build you like an island man cave that's covered with bamboo around it, and you got an outdoor <laughs> oasis. Well, here's the thing, too, is that then like what you get is like a celebrity. You know, it's like, like LeBron. Yeah. Or, some, or somebody like a fucking hip hop artist, like Lil Wayne or something like that. Be like, y'all take a fucking moat. Yeah. And they would. I, I, if I had the money, I'd get a fucking moat. You ready yeah. for my log line to the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every man's house is his castle. Every castle needs a moat. Bam! Oh, man. Is that not fucking great? Man. Yeah. Here, help great. me work out the idea that I thought of yesterday. Okay. okay. I don't know what the show is. Yeah. But I have the name. Okay. It's for Travel Channel. It's called Foreign Objects. Okay. <laughs> now, it's what you can fit in your ass. <laughs> what can you fit in your ass? <laughs> That's called Mule, Mule, Mule. <laughs> but that'd be great if there was a, a show that... Like, name that tune, like, how much you could fit up your ass. Like, yeah. I can fit that watermelon up my ass. Or, better yet, they put a foreign object into your ass, and, you and then you guess what, what that is. object is. Yeah, that's a watch. Or, no, what's even better is if <laughs> I said to you, I was like, all right, I can fit seven things in this room up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but I'm not saying what they are. And okay. then you're like, oh, I can fit okay. ten things in this room up my ass. Right. And then and so then we just and we're like I call it I yeah, want to see it yeah so fit then, those things in your ass and then you pull out things that we didn't even see you're like pennies yeah. well, I didn't even know there were pennies right. in here yeah. right headphones <laughs> what the fuck an man? engagement ring what yeah. Steve Lemmy <laughs> what you marry me I pull your head out of my ass yeah. For, foreign objects here was the uh, idea but I don't I haven't really fleshed it out but like is that the right word fleshed or flush flush flesh both 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 you can um, go both so here's what I'm doing I want I want like I, sometimes when you travel abroad like I went to uh, Italy, and I stayed in this really nice villa. Yeah, and I walked in, and and then there was a sign. There were two toilets, but one wasn't a bidet. Right, a, bo- a bidet. Bidet. Yeah, it was. It was like a. It was like a. It was like a seat with a faucet on it. It okay. looked like a sink. Okay, all right. And I was down like, low. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like a toilet size bowl. It was a toilet. Size. It was a bowl, bowl without the what you call it, yeah. and then a, and then a, a spigot. Okay. And so I was like, "What the fuck is this for?" So I'm looking at the uncircumcised whole time. dick. I don't know. Un- it's, I think it's a male, it's a European uncircumcised dick bidet. So <laughs> well, I, I, that could be possible. Okay. Yeah, so I bring in, the maid comes into my room one day and I uh-huh. said to her, do you speak any English? And she's like, un poquito. Yeah. Probably in Italian though. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like yeah. that. You know, like, had a Spanish maid. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Po- pocatati, pocatati. Yeah. And so I said, what is this for? And I was like, what is this? And she, all she could say, the word was intimates. She was like, intimate. <laughs> it's for your intimates. Okay. And so I went, oh. So I was like, okay. So I get up in the morning. I take a shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really want to shower. But then I sit on this, facing it, like a facing the wall. Okay. Yeah. Like, I turn it on. Right. And it's perfect warm water spraying my junk. Mm. And I realize as I'm facing the wall, there's like a place where soap is, but it's, and it says, it says intimate cleaner. And it's like shampoo. Mm. And I just shampooed my balls and ass. Okay. And that's it. And so it's just an ass ball shampooer. Yes. And I was like, and I don't even know if that's how I used it, but right. But I was like, that's brilliant. So then that's the show. Right. You you give people objects from around the world that you're like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, oh, that's our hair dryer or whatever. Right. Like whatever they use. I don't know how the show is, but all I know is I want to see people try to figure out how to wash their balls and dicks. (laughs) Okay. Okay. How about, how about O-H-O de toilette? 
Oh, that's the name of the show, or oh, do toilette. Let's scratch oh. that one. That's okay, right. okay, okay, <laughs> okay. That's first okay. pass. That's first pass. Okay, uh, but he—that's what he's saying. Foreign objects is the title. Foreign objects would be the great. Oh, you want to yeah. work out the details? That, yeah, because yeah, this is how you sell TV shows today. Right. You have the name first. Yeah, right. the name sells it. So that's—it's like all you—all you need is a great name. Yeah, it's, right. it's like Trip Flip kind of got fucked. That's my show on Travel Channel. Yeah, kind of got fucked because we came up with the idea first, and then we didn't have a name for it. And I mean, and we sat around forever trying to name this thing sure. and we got triplip's a good name and i think it's stuck but it's not maybe not my favorite yeah. i wanted like threesomes with bert or something right. like <laughs> sure, sure. but triplip does it does it i mean that doesn't necessarily say what the show is about right but not it's really. i mean it's a, it's a catchy name it's a catchy name it's a good name it's a catchy name and it looks good in branding it's like four four yeah. so Flip. And yeah wait but that show uh, uh is a new season coming on or something four, like yeah we're doing season four starting you're shooting now uh shooting uh yeah no yeah it's next week Okay, Actually, so you have to go start traveling around and yeah. Start, oh, you know what? Actually, it's funny because we were just in uh, we were just in uh, Cincinnati at the Funny Bone, and, and, and I yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the dude who's a great guy is the manager's name's Tony, redheaded dude, yeah, I love uh, that kind guy. of muscular guy. And he yeah. said, he said, oh, you know, I get so excited for certain people, and I was so excited for Bert because last time I was here, he brought me up on stage, and I took my shirt off with him in front of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and then he has to go do trip. And by the way, while he was yeah. telling us a story, his pecs were individually flexing. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> While we were settling up with him, he kept flexing his tits individually. I love that club. That's one of my favorite clubs. Club. Yeah, it was really fun. Cincinnati. We there's, there. Those yeah. funny bones really offer you an opportunity to perform in front of strangers. And when you perform in front of strangers, there's like a you almost get like the opportunity to take chances you wouldn't normally. Yeah, you know because it's like you mean people who are not necessarily your fan who are just Sunday night shows at the Cincinnati Funny Bone are my favorite. Oh, really? We bailed on Sunday. Oh, oh Sundays because it's a papered crowd. And it's in Cincinnati. What does so that mean? What does that mean? Uh, papered means like they've given away the tickets. Oh, okay. So, so Compton, right? and they've yeah. comped all of them. Yeah. And you, and what you'll find is, and it's and it's the only opportunity you're going to get this is you get to perform in front of a predominantly African American crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that in and of itself is a challenge, but it's it's you're not doing it on like on like Black Night at the Improv, like Chocolate Sundays or yeah. whatever they call yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. or Mo Better Mondays. Right. So you're not going into their environment; they're simply coming into your environment. So it's a great way to learn. How to how to do that? Yeah, it's it's. I love it, and I've I've had more fun. I never thought about that. That's pretty cool. It's it's it's, a, it's different than going to like Mo Better Mondays, yeah. where you're stepping into their environment, and they're like, "Who's this?" Yeah. They've come to your show, so they're like, "Okay, I hope this is good." But you're also getting, and it's still going to be how they would normally be anyway. I actually like it when when I, like you know we don't really have an African American crowd that comes to our shows, and I like it when like. At the Funny Bone uh, this past weekend, there were a, a, a bunch of people who necessarily didn't fit our, our demographic. Yeah, and I have found that uh that, that they are tougher to impress and and make laugh the people yeah. who because yeah, they're not your fans yeah but and so i play to laugh. them yeah oh yeah. yeah we all play to them yeah, yeah. I've, I've i would rather if you make black people laugh in your show you're done you're, yeah. you're set yeah. you're set that's so crazy i was in des moines i'm gonna say des moines because I, I think that's where i was i was in des moines and i, I profile audience members it's how it's, it's called it's called reading a room yeah but you, you look at people and you go i i know what that person wants i know what that person wants and I look, and I'm really good at. it, I would say, yeah, as you're performing, you do it in your mind. As you're performing, you're yeah, like, I know yeah. what this, I know why this guy's here. I know what he wants to hear. I know what kind of jokes this person <clears> wants. Yeah, and you can tell by their behavior and the way they're carrying themselves. Where, the, like, if you're going too blue and there's a guy in the front row that's not into it, then you know that everyone's watching him, and you need to kind of dial it back to get him into it before you can go further. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. It's I guess it's instinctual, but you can be wrong. And so, like, I'm looking at this crowd, and there's this uh, black woman who's maybe. Uh, I know she's not listening to this, so I'll, I'll be honest. Maybe like 300, 300 plus, a little bit over that. Yeah. And she's with an older dude with gray hair 
but like like but he doesn't he's not like dressed up he's in like a like a shirt that he probably just picked out of the closet mm-hmm. and like so they don't look like they're not my demographic entirely and and so I'm doing sex jokes and I'm I'm killing them yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like <laughs> sex jokes I don't do anything racial with right. that with that couple because he's older so I I've already assumed anything subtly racial he may misinterpret as just being racist yeah and so and he's with his chick, so I don't. There's certain chick you things I don't. Up, I don't say there's certain chick things I don't do, but I'm, but I read them before I read anyone else. Okay, right, right. And so then I get to the, everyone's shouting the machine, the machine, and I'm like, I know. And so I said, all right, I'll tell it. So I say to the lady, I said, ma'am, uh, I'm assuming you haven't heard the story. <laughs> and she goes, the one about you and the mob. I go, yeah. And she goes. Bitch, that's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> Huge been, laugh. I've been waiting for that fucking story. I told him about it. I heard, I heard it at work. And I told him about it. Tell the fucking story. And I was like, oh my God. Here I am profiling yeah. her for, for her own enjoyment. I'm not doing it in a bad way. I'm yeah. trying to make sure that she has a good time. That's how you do stand-up. You can't just go up and do whatever you want. You kind of read a yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? And she's like, yeah. Why do you think I didn't see it? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, you just don't. Because I was like, profiling you. I'm like, I'm my, my my fan base is like MMA fans. Yeah, yeah. Guys that are into psychedelics. Yeah. Uh-huh. And 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 anyone who believes in time travel. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, it's something to work. That's a funny video. Yeah. He was on Reddit. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. But those are the hysterical moments when those people, like, you look down and there's like a 70 year old couple sitting, a couple sitting in the front row, and then you know we're doing our bit, and then they're laughing, and you're like, oh shit, that's weird. And yeah. then they come up afterwards and they have like a DVD of your movie, yeah, and they want you to sign it, you know. And you're like, oh shit, okay, you, you never know. You can't predict, yeah. and it's it's hard because you can't. I say you can't predict. You can kind of predict what people will like. Yeah. Like I can, I can tell you. Like I have a book. I probably should mention my book. But we have to, yeah. to talk about your book. We have to talk yeah. about your show. We yeah. I have a book. Yeah. But uh, but like I can tell. Like, like I know who isn't gonna like my book. Yeah. And I know who will. Yeah. Like yeah. I sent like I sent like uh twenty copies to my old fraternity house. Yeah. I was in Fort Lauderdale, and forty kids from that fraternity drove from Tallahassee to Fort Lauderdale to see me perform. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I knew that was. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that was gonna be a <laughs> yeah. sweet spot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like when I go to colleges, and I do, I used to do colleges. I used, then I started just doing fraternity houses, and I'd right. be like, remember the first time you saw uh everyone else's dick, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> like, I can read that <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. something, but it's getting to a place. I guess now with the internet and with the openness of what people. I don't know. It's you got yeah, people read. have more access to you outside of the kind of pigeonhole. Yeah, kind of I've thing, always done yeah. good with large groups of of African American women. Yeah, I've always done good. Yeah, this is the story I was going to tell you about Fort Lauderdale Improv. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I so this is the first time I'm there. Fort Lauderdale Improv is on a Seminole Reservation, right. mind you. First, first time you were there, not this weekend, but no, previously. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah, was yeah, like yeah. this was like probably nine year, eight years ago. Yeah, okay, nine years okay, ago, I okay. guess. Yeah. And I'm headlining, and, and back then I was back then I would take a lot more chances that I that I simply wouldn't take now because I was I, I read I've redefined my version of what a chance is. Yeah. There's no chance in taking my dick out on stage. That's yeah. not a chance anymore. Yeah. Like I know what reaction that's going to get. Yeah. Tables right. are going to get flipped over. My chance right. now is to try to be clean and talk about my kids, or 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 to or to take time and tell a story about the first time I thought I was partying or like. Tell a story that's maybe a little more thoughtful than sure, like than sure. like who likes blowjobs. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that back then I would just I would I, I loved the unknown and there was a that way that room you've been in the room right? So yep, yep. You know those, t- those tables, those high tops against the wall uh-huh. to the left. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. there's a group of Puerto Rican women and a group of black women. Yeah, and I am playing to them all fucking night. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember that I wrote the joke on stage. I said to the group, of, I go group of black chicks. I go, have, have any of you guys ever um, fucked a white dude? And they were like, 
no. <laughs> and, I just, and I was like, you should try it. It's different. And they're like, describe it. And I said, it's kind of like getting your ears pierced. You feel a little prick and it's over. <laughs> and they fucking lost it. And, and so we, I fucked around with them in the Porter, and I had so much fun that I bought them all shots. Yeah. I was Oh wait! You're not miming your routine right uh, no, now. You're no, 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 no. This is another thing I did. This is maybe my favorite, one of my top five favorite things I've ever done on stage ever. By the way, our guest is Bert Kreischer. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to them, I said to the table of black people, black chicks, I said, I will pay for your entire bill. There's like five or six of them. I go, I'll pay for your entire bill if you can tell me who sang this song. And I played this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And they're like looking at each other and it's silent. And I go, just tell me the composer, the writer, the name of the band who sang this song. And they're like, Elton John? (laughs) And I go, no. And I go, white people sing along. And all the white people, (laughs) time has come. And they're like, how do you people know this? And we're like, this is our music. Yeah. 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 And so, like, I was having that much fucking fun on stage, right? I was having so much fun. And then. I buy them all shots, and then this chick in the back goes, uh, goes, buy me a shot, hammered. And I go, I go, I, I why? And I said, I'm not, I haven't been talking to you. She goes, buy me a shot now. And I was like, I said, are you, are you Puerto Rican or African American? She goes, I'm a Seminole Indian. Buy me a shot now. And I said, all right. And I looked at the waiter. I go, do me a favor. Get her a shot of tuberculosis. And the fucking, and, and the place goes nuts, right? right, right. And then the black chick's like, kick that bitch out. Yeah. And I was like, ma'am, have you not read your history books? Just go over and take her seat. And the place goes nuts. I get off stage, and there's a group of native of Seminole oh, Indians waiting. We're on a oh, fucking reservation. Right. We're on a fucking reservation. Right, right. I'm making jokes about Indians. On a fucking yeah. Know your audience, dude. Yeah. Know your fucking audience, dude. <laughs> what do they do? They immediately escort you off the property, no, or were they? No, they they thought it was funny. Fucking put an they arrow were, on your head. They were like, she was really hammered. That's our sister, and yeah. they were and they were all like in shorts and t-shirts, but they all had like really expensive jewelry on. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, she's our sister. She was hammered. You handled it well, but you got to be careful because yeah, like because yeah. like you know you never know how that's going to turn out on a reservation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, good call. I learned a very very valuable lesson. <laughs> Get her a tuberculosis shot. <laughs> can you tell, like, from your book, like, uh, uh, let's talk about your book, but you're, can you tell who's reading it? Like, can you tell if they're, if it's, uh, do they break it down in terms of what kind of demographics are buying your book? Or do you get that kind no. of information or no? No. I get numbers. Yeah. I get the number. I get numbers at the end of the week of, like, how many books were sold and exactly where they were sold. Right. The majority of books are sold through my website. Okay. I, I think that's only because only because Amazon's made it so fucking easy yeah. to like one click it yeah. that everyone's yeah. buying and I mean everyone's yeah. buying it predominantly on Amazon. Yeah. And so that's where the majority there's uh the audiobook sales are through the fucking roof because yeah. and I got paid no money for it. And you it. read you read it. I, well, I read understand. it yeah, once. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. it was you're supposed to read it. It takes like uh should take like you know, it's five and a half hour audiobook, and it yeah. took me sixteen hours. <laughs> so, like, I'm not a good out loud reader. Yeah. So, like, in parts, I lose my shit in the middle of reading it because yeah. I'm just reading, and then I'm like, "Motherfucker, I'm taking my pants off." Yeah. <laughs> and you can hear me turning the pages. And at the right. end of the book, I literally lose my shit when I'm done, and I know I'm done. I'm like, "Why the fuck did you buy this?" And I like berate the reader, but like, right. is it in there? Is it in the book? Oh, it's all yeah, throughout. Yeah, okay, it's okay, a, okay. If you listen to the audiobook, it's it's like listening to me on a podcast read my own fucking right. book. Yeah. So your book is it's Life of the Party. Life of the Party. Yeah. You can get it at book. 
bookstores. You can get it at, at Bert Kreischer. If you go to BertBertBert.com, yeah. you can go get it at any of your portals. Books a Million, Barnes and Noble. And it just uh, came out like a month ago, right? Or came out, yeah, like a month ago. Yeah. And how's it going? I mean, it did, it did really well. It's it's not. Um, it's it did really well. I got to be honest with you. I didn't. I kind of. I'm very comfortable talking about it now. Yeah. I was not very comfortable coming talking about it when it came out. Why? Yeah. Why not? Because they they whittle you down to. A certain number of pages, no, like no. editing, or they, the, they, the, the, the publisher, mar- the marketing. Okay, okay. the mar- they, it's it, they whittle you down to a sentence. Like, yeah. who are you? Yes, yeah. And then you have to sell that sentence. Yeah. And if you don't sell that sentence properly, then I think you are not doing yourself any help. Yeah. So like, so like the, my sentence, I just wasn't fond of my sentence of how they of how maybe I was perceived to the media. Okay. Like, like. I mean, I did a. But big, is your sentence the the byline of the book? You mean like life no, of the party? It's not. Blah, it's blah, blah. not. No. Okay. It's it's. I mean, like, like the big thing is they wanted to talk about Van Wilder, and yeah. I was like, I didn't write about it in the book, yeah. and I don't really ever talk about it at all, yeah, because yeah. I have real no connection with that. And if I tell you the story, it's just going to let you down, yeah. So it's like, why, why even? I go, don't put that in there, and they're like, okay, we won't put it in there. I do a thing for the New York Post, and they send out a photographer. It's like a two page article in the New York Post, and I didn't even realize what they were doing. I did the whole fucking shoot. I did not realize what they were doing. Yeah. They put Put me in a toga, and they had me with my book holding a torch. <laughs> I was doing the cover of the book of the movie Van Wilder. Yeah, I was doing the oh, cover. Okay, I didn't know what that's what okay, they're like. Right, we're doing the right, man cave, right, right, right. and it's me like this, and yeah. I'm like. And then I saw that, and I was just so let down. I was like, "Then people are going to buy it and be like, well, how come you didn't write about Van Wilder?'" Yeah, yeah. So I don't fucking. I had nothing to do with the movie. It yeah. just they, it was inspired. My article your, inspired your it. life or your story inspired that the that, article they wrote about you inspired the movie. Not even my life. That yeah. article inspired the movie. And it was the fact you went to FSU. You were like a sixty year guy, yeah, six and a half year party. Animal. They came and, and and did a story on you, and some some of the material led to I, Van Wilder. Or I, no, I, no, I don't even think any of it. I think what really inspired the movie was that an a tip. To, honestly, a journalist wrote an article about a party animal. Yeah, that's what inspired the movie because the movie Van Wilder is about a journalist writing an article about a party animal. Right. And so, it's a long story that, once again, I feel like I have nothing to say about, but then, and then they go, uh, and then they wanted to talk about, like, every, like all the things they wanted to talk about, I, I was made uncomfortable by. Yeah. And then, and then I felt like a big fucking phony, because I'm sitting out there, like, like, I feel like a grandstander. I'm not a comic that ever was comfortable, um, uh, I, I the comics I like are all dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like tragic <laughs> figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a guy with flaws that you see and they reveal them subtly and that enriches the product. Yeah. So like I loved Mitch. Yeah. I loved Geraldo. I loved Patrice. Yeah. I, those are the guys I loved. And not that I'm looking Bill for Hicks. it. Fucking loved Bill Hicks. Yeah. Right. But, and, and those aren't the, con- I don't want to die young and I don't want to live, I don't want that to be my story. Yeah. But ultimately as an artist, I strive for that honesty and that that sure. kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Well, it also reflects who you are as a person. You know, yeah. you are one of those people who lives on the edge and is a wild person. And you know, frankly, something watered down is not going to appeal to you. Exactly. Like when I hear when I hear comics, like I listened to an interview with a comic, and they were like, "Well, you know, I'm just. It's like you know, hard work before talent." I was like, "No, no, 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 no not not in comedy. Yeah. Not in comedy. That's not how comedy works. Like, mm-hmm. I got my work in, in in internet software development." And and that may work as a lawyer, or but in comedy, you I, I just think that you're either given the gift of making people laugh, and yeah, you can work hard and you can write, and and definitely if you have that gift, if you write more, that's great. Everyone's writing. I'm writing all the fucking time. Yeah. And 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 uh, but like the idea that you don't have the outlet to kind of let it get off the tracks. Yeah. Or let the wheels come off once in a while, mm-hmm. and people look at you and go, 
like shake their head. Yeah. Like if you don't, I don't know. That's me. That's the way I live my life. And like I love Stanhope. Stanhope's one of my favorite human beings yeah. in the world. Yeah. And w- I did a podcast with Doug Stanhope, and, and and this and this speaks to everything I'm talking about. But Stanhope comes over to my house. He's like, "We're supposed to do it at four. He shows up at like two. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> "I didn't get to sleep last night." He's like, "Let's just start now." And I'm like, "That's me. That's who I. That's yeah, I get yeah, that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and in my head, like there are a lot of people that be like, "Well, I'm." I'm like if you're one of those if you're that comic I was telling you about in the interview they're like I actually um I was gonna get some work done I yeah. want to look at my taxes yeah that's not me I'm like I'm, all I said was the champagne's not super cold yet yeah and he was like champagne I was like exactly <laughs> so we go back we drink uh, a bottle of champagne a bottle of wine a bottle of vodka and a twelve pack of beer God. and nice. and and then we had dinner with my family. <laughs> And like, and, and and let me tell you something. There's a moment where I'm sitting at dinner with my family outside with Stanhope, and he's eating with my children. Yeah. And he's telling my children, like he did this. We they, he goes he goes. You guys want to play a game? And they're like, what's the game? And he goes, it's called spit take. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, you gotta t- you gotta you gotta time the spit take right. And that's and he's like trying to teach them timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's like, so he says something. I forget the joke. I videotaped it, but it's all on my old phone. And he's like, he's like, uh. He's like, I told the guy I'd come. Oh, I told something, dot, dot, dot. I didn't say penis. I said pianist. And both the girls do spit takes. Right. And he's like, there, you got it. <laughs> and then he goes, they do one back to him, and he does it. And he goes, and they go, huh? And he doesn't do it. And they go, you didn't do the spit take. And he goes, never do a spit take with vodka girls. And, so, so like, and then Isla says, oh, I got a game. Let's play mustard hands. And he goes, how do you play it? And he goes, very easy. I <laughs> take mustard, and you put it under the table, and you either squirt it in your hands or you don't. And then you rub your hands good, and you pass the mustard around. And at the end, we got to guess if you have mustard in your hands. And Stan Hope's like, I'm in. So we play mustard hands. The best part of all of it is we get, it gets, Isla starts it. It gets back around to Doug. Doug clearly puts mustard in his hands. Isla hadn't. She gets mustard and she goes, can I redo mine? <laughs> and Doug starts losing it because he goes because and, and I can hear him laughing and he can't say it and he goes he goes you can't put the you clearly you don't have any mustard in your hands you can't put mustard back in the bottle <laughs> yeah, you can't so you're simply one. adding yeah. it and it's like and then we hung out and we ended up doing another podcast yeah and just and then like at like ten o'clock he left yeah and my wife's like uh, my wife's like God you're like kindred spirits yeah <laughs> yeah but I love I, I don't know I love that I love I love. I don't know. There's. I liked the John Belushi's. I liked. Yeah, yeah. I liked the, the thing. You know what that I loved about most about John Belushi was that like they were like the thing about John Belushi is he just come into your office unexpected. Right. I was like, that's how I believe w- the world should work. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I think you should come in, but there's so many fucking rules. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how we got on this tangent. Well, no, I think it comes back to like, do, do, do you think that that was captured in your book, or you're saying in the marketing of the book that was the, not captured? That was captured in the writing of the book because yeah. I did not edit it at all. Yeah. I left everyone's names in. Yeah. I didn't take anyone's names out. I was so honest that we had to have two lawyers go through it because they were like, they were like, this, you're being very real, and yeah. they had to read it and go, yeah, there's nothing you can't get sued for that. But like, I didn't. I just wrote it thinking no one would ever read it, and then in the marketing of it, that's where I just have never been a good marketer. Like. Yeah, I like doing this, but I don't like if if you had me just to talk about my book. Yeah, I'd be very uncomfortable. I actually don't like. I don't even like telling you stories that are in my book because I feel uncomfortable about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like so, I think I'm just not a good salesman. And I think there's these days there's comics that are better salesmen yeah. than they are at talent. And it's like the yeah, mar- that's probably true. <laughs> the yeah, marketing yeah. of them is better than the actual product. Well, but yeah. also it's pretty offensive to try to sum yourself up in one sentence. Yeah, but it's but it's like it makes it. Like it's, 
Like let's let's do Hardwick. I mean Hardwick. Hardwick. I'm, well, wait. What's your sentence? What's your sentence? Oh, I can't even say it out loud. <laughs> uh, he, he's he's the original Van Wilder uh, who robbed a train in Russia with the Russian mafia and smoked PCP with Tracy Morgan. Okay. And yeah. that and that, that sentence is pretty sellable. But the, you break it down, and 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 this is what they want you to say. But then I I'll break it down in honesty because I go that's not all accurate. Yeah. Uh, the movie Van Wilder was inspired by my life, but I only know that from talking to the people at National Lampoon, yeah. who then said it on a radio. Like I had then have to qualify everything. Yeah. I did rob a train in the, m- m- with the Russian mafia. I can't get away from that. Yeah, and then but and then the Tracy Morgan story is like I don't know what the fuck I smoked. Like he was, I thought he was fucking with me the entire time. Yes, he did say it was PCP, but I don't know if it was really PCP. Right. So I don't want to put that on Tracy. Sure. And so that Tracy's not like, hey, wait, I don't smoke PCP. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't because I don't know Tracy. I only met yeah. him one night. Yeah. And yeah, the girl story is fucking amazing. Yeah, and then and. <laughs> And, but but that's what they want you to do is whittle you down. Yeah. But it's it's. So I think some people who see life as as whittle me down first, and then I'll create that product. It's easier for them. Yeah, you know. But that's what that's what marketing is. Yeah, know? I mean marketing. Yeah. Like like I, I use Chris because he's staring at me right there. But Chris yeah. is a brilliant. I've known Chris for a very long time. Yeah, Chris is a brilliant. He's a brilliant businessman. Yeah. He's a really talented comic. But I got to be honest with you. He's a fucking smart, hardworking dude. Mm-hmm. Probably first. Yeah. And I, and I don't mean, like, everything I said, it doesn't lead up to what I believe about Chris at all. Yeah, yeah. So, and Chris is, a, clearly, if you watch Shipmates, you see the artist struggling desperately throughout <laughs> Shipmates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the only reason I enjoyed that show is to watch Chris just fucking bite his inside of his cheek. Well, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> But when you find something that he's passionate about, like yeah. the podcast or the network or mid at midnight, at midnight's a fucking genius idea of a show. Sure. Yeah. You're telling me that every great comic will simply be- beg to be a part of the show by tweeting their funniest jokes along with you? Yeah. You want to talk about a fucking genius idea? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm the guy that thinks about moat crashers first. Sure. I don't have that fucking brain. <laughs> by the way, I was just thinking of, uh, I think I've got the name of the show where you put... Uh, sh- stuff in people's assholes, and they try to identify it. Okay, what? Junk in the trunk. That's pretty good. What do you think? Pretty good. That's Th- fucking genius. That's pretty good. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's got to be a value to it, too. Like, uh, uh, like it like should how be- much you can put in your ass? Well, I guess I guess you're a you, you, uh You win. It's got to be dollar value versus objects. So, like, like uh, you get $1,000 for every object you put in your ass. Oh, okay. Do you realize okay. how people will be hurting themselves oh, just, yeah. thinking, just to get some dough? Just another month of free rent. Yeah, yeah. And does the does the dollar value change given the size of the uh, object? Or I don't know. You could do a weight. <laughs> it's got to. You, do, got you could to. do grams, like grams. Every uh, amount of grams that you put up your ass. It's got to. Well, that's what I was saying. So you know, if you're competing against somebody else, like the bigger you go, yeah. How much can you get in there? That's the name, the tune of it. It's like I can put yeah. ten grams up my ass. By the way, I just realized. As that whole time, I was supposed to be selling a book, and yeah, I just yeah. sounded like I don't want anyone to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're talking about the marketing of it. The yeah. book you love. The book I am and the book super is, a, proud is a combination of, of all these great stories in your my, life. The time I thought Will Smith wanted to fuck me in the ass, my Tracy Morgan story, <laughs> my, uh, my. I read an expert excerpt uh, about like uh, you wanted to play in a band in college, and I, then ended up playing with a guy who. Formed the brand, band Creed. Yeah. Yeah. We kicked him out. <laughs> you kicked him out and then yeah. he went to form Creed. He went to form Creed. So that story is in there. Stap, that guy? No, 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 no. Mark Okay. He yeah. was in my fraternity. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, Joey Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, did Ooh. you see this fucking picture on my phone? This is my new screensaver. Wow. Is that from Triflip? Yeah, it's me with a fucking pig on my back. Jeez. That's a pig? Yeah, it's a pig. Is that not badass? Where is it? 
It's in Hawaii. We killed a pig oh, yeah. with a bunch it, of dogs and a blade. Really? And then I had to backpack it out. So they tie its front hoofs and its back hoofs together like a backpack. Yeah. And they hollow out its guts. Oh, my God. And you God. throw it over your back and blood's pouring down your back, into your crack, down your legs, into your socks. Holy and shit. And you got a pig head on the top of your I've head. I've been Hawaii. I never did that before, yeah. bro. Oh, Did dude. you wash your- uh, <laughs> just, look, just look at my- Did my, you wash your dick with a bodet after that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I sh- if I had intimate cleaners, <laughs> I would have been through the fucking roof. Everyone go to birdbirdbird.com and buy my book. I'm the guy that is the original Van Wilder. I, I PCP, <laughs> this thing and that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking, I'm bad at this. No, no. You, no I want to I mean, I, I hear the audio. I want to do the audio one. The audio is pretty good. Yeah. The audio is pretty good. And at one point, and this is another thing that I didn't think through, but like I, t- I was talking about being an attorney, and being an attorney is a very racist experience. Sure, we, we were. that's where we met. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, look, the, the N-word was said often, Yeah, and, uh, and I wrote about maybe it maybe at fsu at fsu a lot yeah, yeah. at fsu <laughs> a lot yeah we went to colgate university you didn't hear that word oh you heard it a lot <laughs> yeah. okay and so like my favorite I, I've, I've read about it in the book but the first time i heard it yeah. was at, a, at the first pledge meeting and that's what they referred to us as and okay. i was like i was like whoa really? jaw dropped okay. and they were hazing us okay. and i hit my buddy hartley i go i go and we grew up very similar we did never said that word yeah. yeah i mean we heard it a lot because we grew up in the south sure but you never said it like in hate you never said it like that yeah. you never said it at all and but i kept hartley and i go can you believe they said that and he was like i think they're looking for someone to single out so shut the fuck up and i was like <laughs> good point <laughs> he's like now would be a bad time to raise your hand and go language gentlemen right, <laughs> right. I'm offended by that word, guys. But so I wrote the bo- word in my book, and yeah. I was like, "Ooh, how the fuck am I going to get around this? I don't want to, like, look, I understand that there's a difference between saying the word and using the word, yeah. but I don't want to go down on history as even saying it ever. Sure. And if I do that in this audio book, I will be, I'm never, it'll be. Oh, my God, that's a good question, man. That's, so I was like, what do I do? So, conundrum right So there. I called my buddy Omar Dorsey, mm-hmm. who's in Eastbound and Down. Yeah. I was like, hey, I need a, I, I called him from the studio. I go, I need a favor. Uh-huh. He's like, what? I go, I'm doing my audio book. Would you read one of the parts? And he goes, sure. <laughs> Didn't tell him what it was. <laughs> he came over. I go, just read this sentence. <laughs> he was like, just a sentence? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, is this a black guy? I go, no, it's a white guy. He's like, do I read it like a white guy? I go, yeah, sure. And so he read it like a white guy. And then he read, got to the end. He goes, hey, you just, can't, you just called me in here to say the N-word? I go, pretty much. He's like, you know I fucking love you. If I'm correct. So he said it in the book. So I oh, never shit. had to. I never had to say. It's it. funny if you just took the recording of that word and used it every time it was in your book, and right? then just added it more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Boom, boom, you, boom. You, you could title the book that then. And, and get away with it. You had cover. You had there's cover a, for that. There's already a book that's titled that. Is that? Yeah, it's a, it was a bestseller. It was uh, it was about the derivation of the word and the use of the word. It's all about the word. It's, yeah. a, it's actually a really brilliant uh, book, if I remember correctly. My memory is sketchy. Yeah. So it happens. It happens. Well, what, so your book though, it's it's for you from college and then oh, starting as a stand up. Starts stories. in first grade, okay, okay. then then high school, then in college, and it's I guess it's a memoir you could say, but yeah. it's just it's like Sidara, it's like a collection of short sure. stories. Yeah. Yeah. What a great so, fucking rally! Like I like I always think that that's a great thing to rally to do, and you know. And the, but the the idea of sitting down and actually doing that is so it's fucking hard as fuck. Intimidating. I've, I've tried a couple of times to write books. Yeah, I, I mean, I tried. I actually tried to write one when I was like ten. Really? And, uh, I did. Well, I had been reading a lot of those like Lawrence Sanders crime novels, like First Deadly Sin, Second Deadly Sin, uh-huh. and so I wanted to write one of those books. And I, uh, so like you know, it always starts with a kill, like a cold open, yeah, yeah. in a movie. Somebody dies. It's usually a woman. Yeah. And uh, so you know, I had this like secretary walking down the street, 
and I, you know, in the books they would describe these women. They would describe everything. Like, like they do in, well, that was the thing. Okay. And so I got to the part uh, about her her uh, her tits, <laughs> and I wanted to say she had really big tits, but I knew that I needed a better word than that. So I got out, you know, my paper uh, <laughs> thesaurus. thesaurus. Yeah. And I, you know, I looked at all the different words to say, you know, describe how big her tits were. And ultimately, the word I, I came, I chose was colossal. So I said, okay. I said she had colossal tits. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, I killed her. And then I showed the the cold open to my mom, yeah, to see what she would think. And you know, what she settled on was colossal tits. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> Your mom didn't, didn't really like that. Though. No, but so I wrote like I wrote like a page and a half, and okay. then I you know I gave up. And then I tried when I turned thirty, I tried to write a book about being thirty, and like I was so right. fucking bored with what I was doing. I just think it's it's an amazing thing. But to that's sit a down. problem. Like, do you did you sit down and just crank it out, or did it, was it for a long period of time? I mean, they're different stories, right? So they've happened in different parts of your life. I wanted to do a book, so I so I wrote down. I, I wanted to write about the experience of being called, recognized by Rolling, having Rolling Stone article write wrote. God damn it. Yeah. Having Rolling Stone magazine write an article about me, calling me the number one party animal in the country. Right. Yeah. That happened in 1997, a six half page article, and it was yeah. kind of changed my life. It changed my life. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote that story first, and it turns out that that is actually the, probably the intro to the book, but it's the intro to the treatment that you take to editors. Yeah. And so then I wrote the Russian mob story. Um, I wrote. So you, st- so you pre sold us to, to a publishing house yes. before you wrote. Okay. Yeah. So I wrote the Russian mob story. I wrote the story about Barnes and Noble when I got fired for working out in their basement in, their, in my underwear. <laughs> and then I wrote the story about the time I pissed on my girlfriend's family's dining room table. Yeah. Right. I wrote those three stories, and I took it out, and I sold the book that way. Yeah. And then they said, like, get rid of the two stories about Barnes & Noble. No Barnes & Noble's ever going to put your fucking book in your stores right. if you talk about pissing in their basement. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then the girl pissing in the girl's table. Get rid of those, and then let's start. Yeah. And so then I, they give you nine months, and I and and you just sit and like for me it was a lot. So we were traveling doing trip flip. It was just being on a plane, being in Hawaii, and I'd fought about the time I I wrote about the time I fought a bear. Mm. And then they were like, "That's what we're looking for." Like, we, but we want partying. Like, so talk about your partying during that. So it's all party stories. It's yeah. all about like where I was at. Like, with the time my daughter got her teeth knocked out, like my wife told me, she's like, I don't want you going in there sober. Like, if you go into the dentist where we are sober, you're going to lose your shit. Yeah. Take a Xanax and fucking chill out. Well, the Xanax <laughs> kicked in right after I had to help put my daughter under, and yeah. I thought I killed her, so I started crying. That's when the Xanax kicked in. So I went into the waiting room completely comfortable crying in front of everybody. <laughs> so I was just like, Aah! <laughs> and then and then and then this black chick was staring at me not to like take the story's wind out from under it yeah. but this black chick staring at me trying to calm me down yeah. you know you know black women have yeah. that ability yeah. you've seen the matrix yeah. so yeah. and so <laughs> she's trying to calm me down and, and I'm like I'm like uh, okay and I'm, but I'm not I'm still crying I'm just sobbing uncontrollably and then like after 10 minutes they're like your daughter's fine and everyone applauds we go back together put her in this receiving room we're sitting there with my wife and I fall apart again yeah. and as I start crying the curtain opens and it's the black chick and she's like it's hard being a daddy and yeah. I was like I was like I appreciate that you're trying to calm me down but you gotta understand that this that's not the time yeah and uh, it was Whitney Houston oh was, my god I was like <laughs> and my wife's looking at her and I'm like listen bitch and then I'm like oh my god it's fucking Whitney Houston <laughs> and so she sat with us for like 10 minutes and, and scratched my daughter's hair and sat Thank with my sat with, I, she didn't sing she didn't I wanted sing. her to sing so I fucking bad children is I okay. wanted <laughs> anything just I fucking I love rock and roll <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but she didn't sing and then Sister she, Christian Yes, How do you know that song? <laughs> so, uh, so then I, so I would always look for that angle of like, like when I was on, did Bert the 
hurt Bert. Yeah. Like I was I was just getting fucked up every single night. And I was eating a lot of Xanax at the time. Yeah. And drinking. Yeah. And like and that's part of the reason I almost died when I got mauled by a bull. Because mm. I <laughs> I hadn't I was I just had fucking gotten hammered the night before and I'd taken some Xanax and we drank at this bar and I took Shaquille shots. And the next morning I just could not get my wits about me. Yeah. I, I've never told anyone that. Yeah. And I just couldn't get my wits about me. And I was like, I don't feel, I feel sluggish. I feel like I'm out of it. And I was, I was on a fucking Xanax. Yeah. And, and then the bull mauled me. And so This is, uh, this is for Hurt Bert the show. That Hurt Bert the show, show yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mauled, broke my ribs and broke my foot. And you can see that online. Go to Hurt Bert Radio Clown and you'll see it. Fuck, at least it didn't put its horn up your ass. Have you seen that photo of that, uh, that one guy who gets the bull horn up his ass? Someone said to me the other day, what would you rather? Okay. And you, I, no, maybe, maybe I heard this on radio. I don't remember. Oh, no, I heard it on radio. Uh, I heard it, but I was listening, and I was like, ooh, I, now I'm playing the game. So I'll put it to you. It was on my buddy Cowhead's show. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you know yeah, Cal. Yeah. Yeah. So now Michael Calta. So yeah. he, what would you rather, be gored or stomped on? Hmm. Stomped on. I think I'd take the stomp. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. Gore. Why? Because, look at me, I have no proof I was mauled by a bull. Nope. But if I had a scar... Like right across here, mm-hmm. and I go, yeah, I got gored by. It. You'd be like, what the fuck? Right? Yeah, I want so the goring. bragging rights. You yeah, want. I want yeah, the yeah. goring. I don't want it on my face. Oh, oh I you see. Were not I see. gored. You were stomped. So you yeah, want stomped. You want more pain? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, but you still broke your ribs. I still shit. broke my ribs. Yeah. Like it's like I wouldn't have mind if the bull had horns that did it because he didn't have horns. I wouldn't mind if he had horns and then got me here and then when he came across my back, it just like a just like a cool like cut like this that right. I can turn into a tattoo. Yeah. Right. But bull, but my bull. head always goes to that the photo of that Toreador who's got the who's got the horn up his ass. I, I wouldn't want to be gored there. <laughs> where you're like, no, let me show you the scar. <laughs> foreign yeah. objects. Foreign objects. Foreign objects. Oh, yeah, yeah, junk yeah, in the yeah, trunk. I bet I can put a bull trunk. up my ass. Yeah. yeah. I can put a bull horn up my yeah. ass. <laughs> junk in the trunk. Yeah. Junk well, in the trunk. What was that show that just it was the hurt part was on FX and that was just you putting yourself in situations where you got hurt. <laughs> I took da- I took a dangerous <laughs> job every day, and so it was dirty jobs meets jackass. Yeah. But neither of them were around yet. Okay. So like no one had a, a concept for the show. Right. Like no one was like, oh, I get it. It's like Dirty Jobs meets Jackass. It was just like everyone said, why would this guy want to do this? Yeah. And so I think Jackass might have been out yet. Might have been out. I'm not sure. But, but was it kind of thing? Like, eventually, you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I, you know, I've done enough of this show. No, you, you don't want to know something crazy. Yeah. Is the network was like, all right, we're having a hard time. This is like, FX, right? FX. Or, They're yeah. like the, the segments are too short. They're uh, three minutes. Yeah. And and no one can pay attention for three minutes. You need like an eight-minute segment that has an arc. Mm. Like three minutes? Who wants to watch just three minutes? Mind you, viral videos, that's all you want is three minutes. That's before viral videos. Yeah. And then they said, uh, what other jobs would you like to do? And I said, well, how about um, me and Tim Scott sat down with them and we said, how about we do a whole season of, of, of me taking a dangerous job? Right. So I'll be a fisherman in Alaska for a crab boat. For the whole season? For the whole season. Okay. And you'll just follow me on a crab boat for eight months or six months, three months. Yeah. And, and you'll, you'll get to know everyone on the crew. And you'll get to know me, and you'll see my experience, and I'll kind of diary it to it to you every night. And yeah. they're like, "No one's gonna want to fucking watch that." Then fucking deadliest catch comes out, <laughs> right, and you're like, right, "And you're right. like, wow!" So I not only pissed you, vi- well, I had a show about viral videos where I just insane, just got mauled by a bull, was a dominatrix gimp, got was fucking almost attacked by a great white shark, and and then we pitched them that, and they passed on both. Now I'm not saying that either of those would have helped or had been different. Like, I mean, the reason that one show was the deadliest guys is good is because of those guys. Yeah. But we pitched it to them, and they were like, no. I was like, how about if I work on a long shore rig, like out in a rig, and you di- I diary it to you? Yeah. I get a real job on the rig, and they're like, uh, I just don't think anyone will see that. Yeah. Like, they won't, who wants to watch that? <laughs> you, so what would be like, I don't get it. Yeah. And you're like, well, it's like you just, it's like a documentary, but 
It's like we're basically going. It's like reality television. Yeah. Like yeah. imagine if you just follow the person it's like around. Reality. But it, it was before all of that. Yeah, they yeah. didn't even have reality. I mean, this was probably 2001. So Survivor had just come out. Yeah. yeah. So I get. I mean, you know. But how many episodes of Hurt Bird did you do though? Six. Okay. Six. And what were your jobs? You did a- uh, Dominatrix Gimp. <laughs> uh, stunt pilot in yeah. an airplane. So I did a hammerhead roll to the earth where I spun. Oh my And the God. last minute you pull out. Yeah. You don't fly though, I right? fly. I fly. You do? I fly. I fly. I've got an instructor behind me okay. and I've got the fucking sticks and the pedals yeah. or one stick and the pedals and he'd be like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut the engine. You're going to pull that out. Then I want you to let and when oh I say now, God. I want right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, Hit it hard oh to the my left, God. and so you're like, "Oh God!" So, and and I guess theoretically he would have fixed it. Yeah, but we did that, and I parachute on. He was like, "If I say jump, you better jump." And so, <laughs> so I'm like, "Yeah." So we, I was a stunt pilot. I was a dominatrix. Game was the hardest, probably. I was a wildlife photographer for great white sharks out of the cage. So oh, I had to be fuck the, you. the guy shooting the footage. Tore back at the, oh, at of, the cage. Yeah, of the oh, actors in the in cage. The cage. I'm oh, so, I'm not into that at all. Me uh, I was. Uh, I was. Um, I was a f- hockey player, baseball player. I uh, I worked construction. I, I had to do, do the jackhammer all day. This is after I broke my ribs. Yeah. Uh, I fought a bear. I tamed lions. I washed an elephant. Jesus Christ, um, Bert. You washed an elephant? Yeah, it was a, that's how I, I ended up hurting myself the worst because they were like, I, I forget the elephant's name. I want to say it was like Simba or something. Or, or, <laughs> yeah. but they were like, they were like, you want to see a, a cool trick? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, grab onto his tusks. So I grabbed onto his tusks, and they're like, Simba, up. And this elephant just raises his head like 40 feet in the air, like just, and now I'm face-to-face with an elephant with his tusk between my, like his. And you're up off the ground. And I'm up off the ground holding up going, what the fuck? And I'm looking, and this elephant and I are looking dead in each other's eyes like, what are you doing here? And he's just looking at me like, huh, huh, asshole holding onto my tusk for a ride, huh? And they're like, Simba down. And he slammed me. And I, and I, I. Didn't blow out my knee, but I fucked up my knee. Jesus. Well, you didn't need a, a surgery, but I've, right. I got I got really hurt on that show. But wasn't it unusual? Like he shouldn't have dropped you that hard, kind of thing. I was like, whoa! Well, he only knows oh, one that's, speed. That's, that's it. Okay. He, yeah, he's just that's like, why he drops Whoa. everybody. Yeah. I was a professional football player, and the very first day we get out there, like I'm going to be a quarterback, and I re- and it's like for the XFL oh, guys yeah. that don't test. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys are like, I mean, ripped, hardcore. Yeah, yeah. And they're, I mean, just monsters, everyone. And, yeah. they're, and they're like, all right, you're going to be quarterback. So I talked to the quarterback, and I'm like, so I'm doing an interview with him. I'm like, so what do I do? And he's like, well, drop back. You got four seconds. That's that's all you're going to get is four seconds. Yeah. And you got to look for your receivers. You got to scan the field. You got to find your receiver. And I was like, okay, okay. And he's like, he's like, I wouldn't do more than two steps. I do two steps back, take it, and fire it. I go fire across the middle. Someone will grab it. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then he gets away. <laughs> and I get up there, and I realize, just like in the, in the, the movie Paper Lions, yeah, I realized. Yeah. This front line's not gonna fucking block for me. Yeah, no one's gonna, no one cares. Yeah, I'm just gonna get fucking lit up. Yeah. So in my head, and I'm, uh, the whole team is watching. Yeah, the whole team mm-hmm. and a production crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get the ball. I go. Hut. I take a step back. I juke and I go straight through oh, and no. I blow their doors off. Really? Run into the end zone and I start celebrating. Cameraman runs in with me. I'm celebrating. Helmet off. I got the world around my head. <laughs> I look like Marky Mark and Boogie Nights just right. doing the dance right, right, right. and. Uh, and I'm in the middle of the dance, and everyone's laughing, and then I hear, Are you fucking kidding me? 
This is why you're third string. This is why you're on. This is why I don't want you on this team. Because you just let a comedian with no fucking talent blow your fucking doors off. This man better leave on a goddamn stretcher today or I will have every single one of your jerseys. He's grabbing people by the face mask. You fuck this kid up. You fuck this kid up. And I'm going, oh, I made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I made a really big mistake. Holy shit. And so I get back and and then as I'm behind the lines, you hear them bark. I'm going to fuck you up, Bert. I'm fucking you up, Bert. I'm going to fuck you up. And I'm like, oh, God. I take four steps back. And the first time I get hit, I get blindsided, helmet to helmet, concussion. Jesus I'm just, Christ. it's, I'm silent. You can oh, see me rolling shit. around on the ground and I like come to and everyone's standing over me. You got fucked up. Yeah. You got fucked up. <laughs> Take that comedian. Yeah, I get hit like. Not like, so funny now, is I it? I get sandwiched by two dudes that are like 300 pounds. Just, and I feel my body compress and get the wind knocked out of me. So I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I was, a, I, I held a, I held for a field goal and they hit it to me and I kind of fumbled it. I am like, this guy, I'm literally bent over like I'm looking for keys. And he just lights me up on the back of my head. Could have broken my neck. I mean, yeah. I could have gotten really fucking hurt. And I just, at the end of it, I was. It was really kind of surreal because it's like anything like that contact, high contact energy. You, you, it's a release. Yeah, it's like a really good yoga class. Yeah. And I also was concussed. Yeah. So I was like, can you hear how silent it is? <laughs> like it was insane. Well, aren't you like doing that show and be like, I'm gonna fucking kill. It's gonna, I'm gonna die. I didn't think you. You know, you believe that you're gonna be okay. Yeah. You believe you're like, invincible. You know, you believe it's TV. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? Yeah. And then when but then I, you're in that situation though. Well, when I got I, the day before we went to Texas to do the rodeo clown, I was um, I was it I was a dominatrix gimp. <laughs> and <laughs> and 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 what is that like? How did that manifest itself? Like you uh, uh, spent a night with a dominatrix. Or? So I show up to yeah. a location. Yeah. In. Uh, in downtown LA, right across from that Ralph's, you know that Ralph's, like on your as you're going down, I think six or third, uh-huh, okay. like right past Koreatown, right before Koreatown. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's and nice to live, yeah. and uh, and I, I'm in a van, and they pull me into this parking lot of this mansion. It's a beautiful house. It's like a big old house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, I just sit out there, and then they're like, "Okay, we're all ready." Um, and then this guy comes out and gives me a blindfold. I get blindfolded. But are there camera crews and stuff? Or no, no? So they're they're filming yeah. me, but I'm, yeah. not right now. Like they put in a blindfold your, on yeah. me. And then once they put the blindfold on, the camera crews follow me, and these okay. two hands, their female hands, walk me through a house, up some stairs, into a room, and then as I'm in the room, uh, then they start taking my clothes off, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't wear underwear, so like I'm like, <laughs> hey, I don't wear underwear, and they're like, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, well, no, but I'm, I'm going to be naked, and they're like, yep, we know, yeah, we prefer was, it that and, way. And in my head, I'm like, and this is all happening fast, yeah. so I'm like, okay, and I'm thinking, they're not, they can't be filming this. And so then they sit me down. Pixelation, and, bro. And I'm like, and I'm and I'm on a steel seat. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then they put my legs in stirrups. Okay. And then my arms are in this thing. Blindfold still on. Blindfold still on. Okay. And then both of them tie my hands up with like with like gauze tape. Yeah. Like just wrap it up. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, okay, I can't move. And then they do my legs, and then they take the blindfold off, and it is a full production TV set with lighting and just shot, and it's all angled at this thing. And they're like, "My name is Mistress Isabella, and I'm going to be torturing you for the next oh, uh, four hours." Oh my god! And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And, <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and so the first thing she does is cattle prod my balls, and I'm oh like, "Oh my god. god!" And once that happened, I was like, "Oh, this is fucking real!" Like I haven't yeah. even started. Candle wax, nipple clamps, uh, ball weights. I had a five-pound weight on my balls. Jesus. Um, then at one point, she's like, do you want the speculum or the sounds? And I oh go, oh, my God. Fuck speculum. What's the sounds? She pulls out. Do you know what sounds are? No. She pulls out. 
She pulls out a, a, a leather uh, case, and yeah. they're steel rods. Is this going up your ass or into your dick hole? Dick hole? In your dick hole. Oh. It's called insertion. Oh, my And she's God. like, I go, why do you call them the sounds? She goes, each one will make you make a different sound. Oh, my fucking God. And so fucking four hours. And at, and at one point, Marnie Hockman. I don't know. Do you know Jason Nash? Jason Nash, Marty Hawkman is his wife. Jason, and she was the pr- pr- the executive on the show. Yeah. And I've known Marty for 15 years. But this is like our fifth year of knowing each other. And Marty's in the room. And I look at Marty. She's looking at me naked, getting prodded. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, are, 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 she's my executive. I go, are we shooting a porn? Like, I think we're shooting a porn. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, I think we are too. Like, it's so uncomfortable that like, oh we might God. be shooting a porn. So then it's like, and then after a while you feel, like I said, it's like that like release of like, I'm really relaxed. Did I'm you like, have a hard on? Did you get hard on it? No, I didn't get hard. Ever? Okay. So wait, this Ever. gets okay. even better. Okay. So then she goes, <laughs> I said to her, we're getting towards the end and we're trying to find some stuff to wrap it up, something to some closure. And I go, what's like, so no one has orgasms? And she's like, it's not really about that. I mean, yes, that does happen, but it's not about that. Yeah. And I go, well, what's something like fun that I would enjoy? And she goes, I got something. So she takes me, I, I can't remember exactly how this was done, but I want to say I was suspended. Okay. Okay. Some suspended somehow. By a rope under my arms or something. Yeah. And then she took a like really thin latex uh-huh. and she started at my feet. <laughs> and just like one of those baggages you're going to send to Korea, yeah. she starts spinning me around <laughs> okay. and, it, and it wraps my whole body up to my neck and my arms are in it. And I'm like really fucking tight. I'm okay. like, oh, this doesn't seem sexy. And she goes, hold on. And then she takes a tube and starts screwing in like latex or like uh, uh, KY jelly or what, some sort of lubricant yeah. and starts mushing it around my body. Right. And she's like, now tell me. And I'm like, oh my God, like this, I can see, this is really fucking hot. Yeah. And I was like, and I had a safe word. I want to say it was marshmallow. And yeah. I was like, marshmallow. And they're like, what? I go, marshmallow. Like, I don't want to have a nut. I don't want to blow a load. Because yeah. it was like, as, I, was, I was like, I want to do this more. And then she, and then she was like, then she was like, uh, let me give you some videos. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It was like the most insanely... I, erotic, like insanely. I've never seen anything like it, but it was Jesus. all latex. And she was like, I think you're into latex. And I was like, I don't know. Am I? She was like, take a look at these videos. Tell me what you think. <laughs> and that was the night before the bull thing? That was, And then like the next day we went to Texas and then I got mauled by a bull. And So wait, did you do all this stuff in like the space of two weeks? I did it all probably in the space of two months. Jesus. Okay. And then and then uh, ending with the last thing I think we shot was fighting a bear. Yeah. And then... After when, you had gotten... Shit broken by yeah, a bull? You yeah. fought a bear? And I fought a, a bear. And a thing in your dick? What sound did you make? I didn't make any sounds. I wouldn't let them do the sounds. I was like, marshmallow. I go, I don't <laughs> want to do this. I, I'm marshmallow. And they were like, come on. Oh, God. <laughs> marshmallow. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Jesus it, Christ. That's fucking terrible. Oh, it was... But by the way... What was the worst one? What was the worst part of the dominatrix? Um, it, it was probably... I, honestly, the worst part was that I, I didn't have, I have a very small dick. <laughs> like, and so like and she, the first I remember when it was, as soon as they got me naked and they tie me up and then I'm sitting there and I hear a call to her assistant who is hot as shit. Yeah. Her assistant, both her and her assistants had zippers on their vaginas uh-huh. with their latex so you could unzip them at any time. Yeah, and they would and they were being like they would after they'd hurt you they'd be sexy and they were wearing like tight latex rubber gloves yeah. and they'd put lube on you and you're like you're like oh, this is really fucking hot. Like, <laughs> but she, I remember them right when. They took my blindfold off. Yeah. She yelled back to her assistant, we're working with a blood cock. And I went, what's <laughs> that? Cock. She goes, you have a blood cock. And I was like, am I, I'm like, do I have a vene- disease? And she's like, no, there's uh, meat cocks and blood cocks. You're a blood cock. I go, what's that mean? She goes, it means you have no meat to your cock, but when blood puts it in there, it gets big. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, people with meat cocks have a lot of meat on their cock, but when blood gets, it doesn't get that much bigger. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh. 
She's like, yeah, we're working with a blood cock. And okay. I was like, I was like, so that's a nice way of saying I'm a small dick. And she was like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Mistress Isabella, I wonder what she's up to. She was pretty fucking cool. Where is she now? She was married to like, she was married to one of the lead singers of like a, a like Blur or some really popular oh, really? band. But then divorce, they had, not not married. They had a baby together. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, not Blur. I don't know if it's Blur, but she was married to someone like Collective Soul, like someone really big. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Mistress Isabella. Mistress Isabella was fucking hot. She lived in downtown Shit. LA. You you haven't done any of that stuff for Trip Flip though. That's it. No. No, you know what we did for Trip Flip? Yeah. We did uh we took these people into France and we were like we like took them to the Notre Dame, but to an artist's studio at the Notre Dame, and you could overlook the Notre Dame and yeah. like today you're gonna take a, a lesson in in painting in right. charcoal. And they're like, Really? And she's like, Yeah, normally I do the Notre Dame and then I come out totally naked and I'm like, But today we're doing new models <laughs> and still no dick. Like no like none. Okay. No, and you and I tried fluffing for thirty minutes. Yeah. I mean I had I knew there was coming. I was waiting. This is a Thanksgiving turkey and I I just put it out in styrofoam. And 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 I, I it was so uncomfortable in that room because all anyone could do is just look at my dick and just be like, Oh and then they and then none of my cameramen shot it like Austin Powers style. Yeah, right, right. They just shot my dick. <laughs> Fucking assholes. And they're like, we're not going to, we can't pixelate on Travel Channel. Like, we have advertised. Why? Because so it, it, pixelating is like one of those next steps to the FCC. I it's see. It's like we don't okay. curse on our show either and we yeah, don't bleep yeah. it. Yeah. So we can't pixelate. But okay. you could do it where, like, something's blocking it. Yeah. None of those fucking assholes, they just, oh. like, idiots just shot so my you, dick. So it's unusable then. Totally All they could do is have, they had to crop out my waist, so it's like I waist see. up. Okay. So you don't even see that I was actually, the payoff is totally dead. There's right. no money shot. Yeah, except for our cameraman shot beautiful shots of me naked with things covering me. You know what covered my? Do, are you ready for this? Do you want to hear something horrible? Um, <laughs> do you see that picture of the uh, Nerdist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you see the side of it? The side. Yeah. Uh-huh. Th- that width. Yeah. yeah. I was standing like with one of those. Facing that, I was standing perpendicular to one, yeah, and it was standing like this. The picture was, yeah, yeah. So like the picture was like this, and I was standing here, and that covered my dick. Yeah, (laughs) that that little inch covered the whole thing. You can't see a thing in it. I swear (laughs) to God, one inch thick picture. Yeah, the side of a portrait. (laughs) It's funny. It's like when you talk about um, the uh, the dominatrix and stuff. You're it's the opposite of the, the. cooking stuff like when you get all drooly and shit like yeah. your mouth actually sounded dry oh. <laughs> tell me about it afraid. they asked me I got the they asked me to do a book about my adventures on travel channel which are pretty fucking cool but they're more they're like they're not as salacious like they're just sure. badass sure blue cool adventures but but um yeah man that Bert the Conqueror or Hurt Bert really kind of um, was my baptism into television, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had had a show before that for, like, a year where I hosted, but it was, like, where you had an ego about you. Yeah. And you had this, like, this, like, you walked around, like, I got it. I'm the, I'm talent. Yeah. And then you get on this, and you're like, oh, this is really what, this is what my life will be like forever. But Bert the Conqueror came after her, Bert, right? Bert the Conqueror And that's the amusement after. park, like, going around to the yeah. things. And do, do you still do Bert the Conqueror, or no? No. Trip Flip is, is the is the one Trip now. Flip's the one, but I, I wouldn't put it past them to reboot Bert the Conqueror. Yeah. Because it's the only thing. I mean, people, more people, that was a very rec- highly recognizable show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and, and it, roller coasters rate well. Yeah. And But it, the problem is I had done all the really good ones. Yeah. So there was nothing. But didn't you expand to other things other than roller coasters, too? Like I started doing... doing activities, but then it got into, like, a Bert, Hurt Bert vibe for me. Oh. Uh, because okay. a lot of times I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing here? Right. Like, I remember we were doing a shovel race, and they were like, you get on a snow shovel at the top of a mountain, at the top of like a, the end of the back, black slope. Right, and then ride and, it down. Right and down. ride it down, and yeah. you get to 70 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. But you're sitting on a fucking shovel. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I think there's no real, like, there's no seatbelt. It's just a stick between your legs. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, I just lift your feet up, you'll go. And that was it. 
I don't want to go. And I was like, and I'm, and the girl, there's there's these twin sisters who did, um, were doing this, uh, series for ESPN. And Mm -hmm. they, and oddly enough, it was very similar to what we were doing. So they were doing a lot of these. We'd see them all the time. And we ended up partying with them a bunch. Yeah. And we go to do the thing. And one of my cameramen who knew her really well was like, hey, you mind if I throw a GoPro on your shovel? Yeah. And so that I can get your footage of you going down. Yeah. Because you're, Oh, the girl, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was like, of course, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So, and she's she's like, if I can get a copy of it and use it for ESPN. Yeah. And my cameraman's like, you'll never get a copy, but yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, sure, okay. And so I tell her, I said, remember, on TV, because I've been done a lot of this kind of stuff, 40% looks like 100%. Yeah, I go sixty percent looks like one hundred and twenty. Yeah, so you don't need to go to one hundred percent. One hundred percent, you can't tell the difference. It's not yeah. worth it. And she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I think I got it. I, I got uh-huh. this nailed. I live at one hundred percent." Yeah, and she's got this this just ballsiness, and she starts fucking flying. And I'm like, "Holy shit!" And all of a sudden, you see her get the speed wobbles by the front of the shovel, and you're like, "What?" And clink, hits a corner, flips out, spins out, shovel shovel still between her legs. They carried her out on a backboard. Jesus. Oh, my God. And, and the GoPro caught it all? GoPro got it all. Oh, my God. Jesus yeah. And so That's I was great. like, I was like, I was. I remember just, and then going to the hospital that night to see her to the emergency room and being like, you okay? She's like, I think I'm going to be fine. And I was like, oh, that just settled right there. Always 60%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn. 40 for you, baby. I mean, we did birth, the first thing we did on birth conquer, they put me on a human slingshot where it's the two... Telephone poles with bungees up over top. Right. They throw a rope over, pull it down. But there's an amusement park thing. Nope. No? It's in the back of a Mormon compound. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All <laughs> right. And people who cannot drink or smoke or curse, this is what they do for fun. Okay. So you know it's going to be off the charts. Yeah, 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 yeah. They pull it down. They put you in a climber's harness, like a, a three-point, four-point harness or two-point harness, whatever it is. They put you, harness you into the bungee. Then you hold on to the back of an ATV. Yeah. And the ATV takes off. And as you take off, the bungee, which is still strapped, starts stretching like a slingshot, just until until you literally can't hold on anymore, and you get ripped from the back of the ATV, and you go flying at 80 miles an hour into a canyon, just and I got there, and the guy goes, how much do you weigh? I was like, 230? And he was like, oh, it's going to be close. I go, 240. Let's just say 240. I don't fucking know how much I weigh. (laughs) And he was like, well, that might be dangerous. I go, what? And he goes, worst case scenario, you, you hit your back. On the when you oh, when you return, you'll hit your back on the bank. Jeez. And like, what would happen then? He's like, you could probably break your back. Oh, Jesus! I was like, oh my god. And he goes, we'll find out when we get you off the harness because based on like how how much you weigh is how like if you get lift off. He goes, if you get a little lift off, You're like, right. we'll be able to figure it out by then. <laughs> yeah. They get the thing, they let go of the thing, and I just let go, and I just base my feet just hover off the ground. And he's like, I think we'll be good. And I'm like, I, this doesn't sound <laughs> fucking safe at all. Yeah. I, I said to one of the Mormon ladies, two forty five, two forty five. Yeah. She goes. <laughs> Can I get you anything? I go, a drink. And she was like, hmm, I'll see what I can do. You know, <laughs> she comes out with it's a Mormon country with a, with a coffee mug and gives it to me. And I smell it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? She's like, it's cooking sherry. I was like, <laughs> and, and, and that was like the first thing we did. And I was, I was like, I'll never drink on six. I remember that bull thing got in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I was hung over from the night before. I was like, if I'm doing something dangerous, I'm not even going to be hung over. I'm going to be sober because yeah. I have my wits about me. So yeah, I'm getting mauled yeah, yeah. by a fucking bull. Yeah. But I did it. And if you watch the video, you can find it online. If you just type in human slingshot Bert, yeah. you see me. On the, I go out and I come back and as I come back I'm coming backwards and I literally miss the bank and my heels are and my feet are kicked out like this yeah. my heels drag on the grass Jesus Christ and, and and I'm like and all you can see is the elation in my face when I get past it I'm like I did it because yeah. I didn't die I didn't yeah. get a broken you back break your back yeah Jeez. oh Jesus my God yeah. would you would you ever do a hurt bird again if they asked you uh yes here's what I would do though. I would do it with a group of friends. Yeah. 
or, or I do <laughs> it as get a, hurt or do it as, and we draw straws. <laughs> okay, like okay. okay, someone's gonna be a dominatrix camp tonight, yeah. and, and then because I think that's one of the beauty th- beautiful things about Jackass yeah, was yeah. that it was, was it was a, a cool show and you had a gang of dudes yeah. doing it. Yeah. I would consider doing Hurtbird again. I think there's a nobility in sharing the jobs of like dangerous dudes. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I have family. I probably wouldn't. But that's why Trip Flip seems like the classier version of it, right? Oh, it's shit, like, I gotta go. Gotta go? Two o'clock. Leave? What time is it? One thirty-five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can wrap up. Okay, but yeah, the trip flip's a blast. I'll never, I, I never want to stop doing trip flip at all. That is yeah. the greatest show I've ever been a part of. Because you're not getting hurt, but you're doing cool shit. Oh, you're going hella skiing at ten thousand feet in the Swiss Alps. You're what's, going, your, what's your favorite thing that you've done on that show? Um, I'll say the most insane thing I've ever done that I that I, that I would say to anyone do, but it's really hard to do. It's really hard to get the balls to do. It's more ballsy than a than a bungee jump, and and. It's the funnest thing I've ever fucking done. The funnest is uh, this canyon swing at Interlochen. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I want to say it's a 400-foot free fall. Yeah. So that, that's four and a half seconds of just... Oh, my God. And, and, and it's what it is, and I'll describe it like this. So, like, so like there's a huge canyon. Yeah. Um, a huge canyon, probably about 100 feet across. Right. And there's a little rock outcrop in the dead center of it. Uh-huh. And, so in the, and then there's a waterfall at the far end, and then it opens up to the earth. And the other on the other side, yeah. And so it's 100 feet, and it kind of narrows. But it, in the center, there's a rock outcrop, and with that rock outcrop is a cable that's stretched all the way across the canyon. And in the center of that canyon, at 50 feet into that canyon, dead center, there's two ropes that are tied like a sailor's knot around the top, uh-huh. yeah. And then, and then basically hang all the way down to the floor. And what they do is they tie you in in a harness to that rope, and you are standing now at the very edge of the mouth of the canyon. Okay. Yeah. And so you're standing like right where the canyon would open up, and you stand at that edge, and you jump. You just jump out, and you free fall all the way to the bottom. And at the bottom, the canyon swing will it will catch you, and it'll just swing you out. But the the real kicker is the canyon swing doesn't catch you at until you're about ten feet from the ground. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then it swings you so, roughly at around okay. like five to seven feet above the ground. Oh so you literally feel like you're going you're to hit. die. You're gonna hit. And they tell you they go they go you're gonna like they go th- they fuck with you too because they're like keep your feet up. Yeah. You see that rock? Yeah. And I was like yeah. And they're like you're gonna come real close to that rock. So keep your feet up. Jesus and so you Christ. when you skim across that rock with just five feet to spare, you're like motherfucker. Like it was so cool that I told everyone on my crew I was like. I've done it all. I've done everything there is to do. Yeah. I've done everything you can ever do. This is the thing. Yeah. My sound guy literally took his fucking pack off and he goes, harness me up. I went, what? And he goes, he's never done any of it. And he goes, harness yeah. me up. I got it. If Bert says this is good, I'm this in. is fucking good. Yeah. He did it and he, and we videotaped him and he's like, and, and he's like six, 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 five. Yeah. He was like, that's the greatest. I'm either dead and in heaven or that was the greatest thing I've ever fucking oh felt. Oh my God. It was, it was, that was the coolest thing I've ever done. But like, I mean, Everything you do on that show, everything you do, and is is like you know just hella skiing in the Swiss Alps, and yeah. and I mean going to Rio de Janeiro and being part of Carnival, and like getting into dance in the Samba Drome, and, right. and playing football with the with the Forty ers on the field, and like yeah. just there's it's just such a great fucking opportunity. Katie perked up right there. She's a Forty ers fan. Oh yeah, we played with Ter- Terrell Davis. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, I might have, but it's the greatest. It's the greatest set of life experiences you could ever fucking have. Have yeah. you done zero G? Uh, which one's that? The uh, you know the airplane where you. Uh, oh, we're trying. We're trying. You, the problem is you got to get you got to get that plane travels 
Yeah. So you need to get into the location that plane's in when they're when it's available. Yeah. So like when we tried to do it in Orlando, it was in Houston. Okay. So we're tra- we're trying to do zero. Yeah, I, I did it in Las Vegas. Really? And it was it's not dangerous, but of all those things, it's it's the fucking greatest thing I've ever done in my life. Like everybody is just you're just howling because yeah. it's so much fucking fun. We did we did uh, the world's only unattached freefall. So you, you get dropped into a net. Yeah. Like they take you up in a harness like 160 feet. And then they lower you out of a bucket in like a, in like a little seat almost like it's it's really a harness that you it's like a cradle and then they pull a pin and you drop free fall for like a hundred feet. Jesus, that was fucking insane. Oh my God. That was I don't like any of that shit, bro. <laughs> I don't like any of that. You'd shit. like zero G though. That's, zero G would be so. badass. I, I guess do that. so. That's I just squish impact. somebody. I just squish somebody. Well, that's what we talked because on the zero G, you know, they keep coming at it. You're going the uh, the, the parabolas. Yeah, yeah, or the wavelengths and. Yep. Uh, you know, they uh, about ten seconds before you're gonna come out of it, they say coming out, and then like you know, you're all floating in the air. You have to like brace yourself because you're gonna all land on the, the on the on the floor of the yeah. plane. But like there was a like a 250 pound dude above me for like the second <laughs> one, and I was underneath them, and I was like you know trying to swim away <laughs> through the air. But we came out and he fucking landed on me, and it hurt. I'm excited. That's we're definitely doing. We're, I'm gonna try to get that done for season four. Yeah, that's the one you shoot now. That's where she starts shooting next week. You starting to shoot next week? Are you traveling next week? Uh, we're casting next week. Okay. God damn it! You do so much fucking traveling, dude. Yeah, I know. That's a your wife must be a job. saint, dude. Yeah, my wife's a very. <laughs> <laughs> Does she ever get to come with you for some of these things? She's coming. I think we're. I can't. I can't really say where we're going, but I can tell yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she's going to try to come to. Uh, we're going to try to do something in Asia. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe Fiji. Oh, nice. God. Have you have that's you sw- swum with the. Hammerhead sharks and the Galapagos? No, but there's nothing else to do in the Galapagos other than diving stuff. Yeah, but we swam with sharks. I swam with sharks a bunch. I swam with my daughters with sharks. That's fucking in crazy. Hawaii. Jesus. How old I, were they? It was just it was like two two months ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I've swam with a lot of sharks. I love yeah. I love swimming with sharks. Yeah, I think it's the coolest thing because it's like they're the ultimate predator, and yeah. you're getting them. You're getting you're getting to hang out with them when they're just like, "What's up." <laughs> And, yeah. But you, you know, at any minute they'd be like, "What did you say?" Yeah, yeah. And they fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. They, they rip fuck yeah. you up. You know what? I just had a hu- fucking hunger pang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I always got that wrong. Hunger pang and jukebox. <laughs> I always thought it was a jute box, like you juke yeah. when you play yeah. football. Yeah. yeah. So you jute, juke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always thought when you played football, you juke somebody. I thought it was jute. Oh fuck! We're oh, all, maybe I'm wrong. We're all fucked. I always okay. thought it was eavesdrop, like you eased up to the conversation, like <laughs> right, right, right. I always right. thought it was heart attack, like H A R D. Oh, like you had a heart attack. I have a I have a story about I got I got when I was in this is very, I'm making this very short, but like when uh, I was in eighth grade, I went to Villanova basketball camp, and Ralph Sampson came out to talk to us, and yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. he was yeah. like, all right, I'm here to talk about. There's five thousand kids on the floor. I'm in eighth grade, yeah. seventh grade, I think, going into eighth, and he's like, all right, I'm here to talk about two things. Discipline and basketball. Let's start with discipline. <laughs> Who in here parties? And I was on the impression we were going to all put our hands up, yeah. right. but I was the only one. Right. And he was like, oh, we got a party animal. I'm in seventh grade. I've never partied in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, yeah. how do you party? And I didn't even, I never partied, <laughs> yeah. so I didn't know what to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. So I just said, hardy. And <laughs> he, the 5,000 kids lost their shit. <laughs> and he was like, oh, how do you party hardy? And I didn't know what to say, so I said, with two hands. And he got so pissed that he made me stand for his whole speech 
with a basketball on my forearms and one behind my legs oh for my the God. whole speech. And I was I was nervous, so I wasn't paying attention to anything he said. Yeah. So when he came to me and he was like, you think you'll ever drink again? I literally just looked at him like, probably. <laughs> and 5,000 kids were losing their fucking mind. And then once when I saw them laughing, I was like, fuck it, I got them. So he's like, what about marijuana? I was like, I'll get to it in college. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the short and long of it is I'm trying to work on that story about like for stage i'm trying to like make it sure. better yeah and so i was like i'm gonna make sure to say party hardy and and <laughs> but then i thought it was h-a-r-d-y uh-huh. it's oh, hearty hearty yeah. oh. hearty <laughs> yeah party hearty yeah, yeah. Party. like you have a hearty meal hearty yeah, yeah, yeah. hearty 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 so my i said to my daughters so i was like oh maybe i'll have them draw, draw my shirts i said can you write party hearty so i write one just party hearty. H A R D Y. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Georgia does one and spells hearty correctly. Okay. And Isla, my youngest, just writes party, then a heart and a Y. And okay. I was like, that's the that's fucking smart. shirt. That's yeah, smart. <laughs> that's the shirt. That's party great, hearty. That's a great <laughs> one. Like, I love parties, huh? What? Yeah. That's a great <laughs> All one. All right. Awesome. I have to go. I'm right. fucking horrible. Burt Kreischer. I fucking love you guys. Yo, like, anytime you ever just are, need a guest and I'm in town, I'll do it in a heartbeat. That's good because I, I, there's so many fucking stories that, you know. Why don't you come into my podcast again? Hit the tip of the iceberg. We'd love to come to your yeah, love, love to. your podcast. Let's love switch. To. Let's do flopsies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. I love, love to. I love to. Okay. I, love, I love you guys. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go buy some Thanks, comic dude. books. Okay. Chew, chew before you leave. Yeah. Lobster. No, mine was corn on the cob. Oh motherfucker! <laughs> Burke Kreischer, everybody. Burke Kreischer. <laughs> Thank you guys. Now leaving nerdist.com. 